0: And this is Countdown to Kickoff. We begin each game day with the Tony Harper Pregame Show, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos KHAS Sports Director Mike Will.
1: And hi again, everybody. Welcome to Hastings College Football tonight here on form 30K. H-I-S on the road with the Broncos. We're in Goodwell, Oklahoma tonight. Hastings getting set to take on Panhandle State. So we spent a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Tony Harper. And coach, good to see you again. Excited to be back. I'm telling you what, we, we've got a road trip. And when we take a road trip, we take a road trip. <laughs> we're a long way from home.
2: Yeah, we love to get out on the road and see what's, uh, what's the rest of the part of this country. So we've been up to North Dakota last year, and now we're down here in the Panhandle today. And uh, it's been a nice trip.
1: So, Hastings and uh, Panhandle State about an hour away from kickoff here in uh, Goodwill. Talk about uh, just scheduling games like this. I guess if we're going to play uh – uh at the end of this season, these are the type of games that kind of help us out.
2: Well, definitely. I mean, it's going to put us through the ringer. You're playing, you know, last week we played against uh, Peru State, who had, went 7-4 last year, led their league in rushing. Very good football team. Obviously, you saw what happened in that game. You got Panhandle State, who uh, two years ago was Division II. Um, last year, they were, was their first year in the NAIA, and they were 24th in the nation. So our thinking was we got to play the best teams that we could possibly get on our schedule to help us prepare for the Pack.
1: Talk about uh, last week kind of a tale of two halves with Peru State. We trailed 21 to nothing at halftime. Didn't, didn't look good at that point, but then we come back with 25 unanswered points in, in half number two and, and we win the thing. Talk about uh, just the, the tale of the two halves.
2: I'll tell you what, I've been coaching for a while now at a bunch of different schools in different states, and I've never been a part of a game where the both halves were so completely different than what they were last week. You know, uh, It started off with the Peru having that big return. We were able to get a turnover defensively. Um, we weren't able to move the ball too much there offensively in the first half. They were able to move the football, get their option game going. And, um, you know, then they scored about 25, 30 seconds to go going in at halftime. And, I mean, that's that was the truest test of our team, especially the first game of the season. We went at halftime, made the necessary adjustments, kids
1: come out and play football. Really didn't make uh, anything, any major adjustments at halftime. It was just uh, guys going out and playing football.
2: Yeah, i tell you what, um, you know, we just had to tweak a couple things on the defense with some different techniques. I think on uh, offense, what they had to do is they just had to calm down and find the open receivers, you know, and and I think ultimately our offense kind of warmed down a little bit in the second half, and uh, that was good to see.
1: Really found out a lot about your football team, I think, in this first game, didn't you?
2: i tell you what, it, it, about their character, about their no-quit attitude. Now, it's just one game, you know, we can't get too happy, too fired up, too high or anything like that, but i tell you what, the comeback from that... many points down, and, again, how we performed in that first half to come back in that second half and do what we did, and and, uh, very proud and and, uh, encouraged in in seeing what we got there.
1: In general, what did you see out of your squad in opening weekend?
2: Man, no quit. No quit. Um, Pushed each other, held each other accountable, picked each other up on the sidelines. I mean, we turned the ball over offensively, and the player that turned the ball over, first thing he did was sprint over to the defense and say, hey, that one's on me. I'm going to come back and get you again, And, and he did.
1: Offensively and defensively, happy with what you got done? Um,
2: not happy. Um, satisfied. Obviously, we got the W, but there's a lot of room improvement. Um, we got to clean up our pass defense. Um, defensively, um, we got to make sure we understand what schemes we're getting defensively. And then offensively, we're going to have to be able to, to pick up that pressure
1: a lot better. Clark Livingston uh, started for us at quarterback. Goes twenty-one of forty for one hundred and sixty-two yards, a touchdown, and interception. What you see from him?
2: You know, I think at times um, he got a little pressure, um, and uh, especially in the first half, they were they were able to get some pressure on Clark, get somebody in, in his face, so that caused some bad problems. We dropped some balls um, in the first half, but again, this is kind of why you lean, lean on an upperclassman. You know, he's a fifth-year guy. Um, That's transferred in. He he knows not to get too rattled, and he was able to stay calm and put that ball a little bit in the tight windows in the second half.
1: After a slow start, Taj Willingham uh, breaks 100 yards at 135 officially last week against Peru on 24 carries. Uh, he really got going in the second half. He really did,
2: and I'll tell you what, again, it starts up front. Um, I think they, they simplified some things. You know, when you get a guy like Taj, he's a guy that needs to get a couple carries in him to get it rolling. He's not a guy that can come straight off the bench and, and go. Um, he's just got to get a feel for that game but again there was times in that game where Taj you know he was running and he was running he was gassed a little bit and he went up and, and uh, told Coachette hey get Tyree and Tyree went in and was able to score a touchdown too so that shows you how much that young man has is, is grown and matured too.
1: And Tyree Neesmith he had uh, 11 carries in the ball game last week that's going to be a a pretty good one-two punch right there.
2: It, it really is we're fired up they're doing a very good job of balancing each other we need to to continue to balance that carries um, though we need to make it a little bit more even um, especially with what we're going to do Taj in different positions and different packages and things like that but uh, we still got to get better we put that ball on the turf a little bit and uh, we got to make sure we can't do that
1: what did you see on defense
2: you know I saw guys playing hard I saw guys playing fast I mean we busted one coverage when we were man-to-man when they hit us with that 92-yard touchdown pass you know, we had a, a senior make a check that our our first year guy wasn't ready for, and that just comes with the experience. I mean, it was it was the right check, but probably just at the wrong time. We got it fixed. Um, I thought I saw uh, pretty good communication. I saw guys flying to the football, causing some turnovers. Um, but again, there's a lot of things that we got to get uh, cleaned up on that side.
1: All these things that you're saying we need to get cleaned up are our typical first-game type of mistakes, aren't they?
2: It really is. I'll tell you what, though. There was one phase that, that surprised me um, when I looked at the stats after the game. And you know I'm not a stats guy, but uh, on the stats sheet it said one penalty. Now, I think we officially had two penalties um, with the P.I. and then a false start um, on offense in the first half. But you got the first game of the season, you get two penalties. That tells me that our guys are focused. That was the biggest outcome of that game, in my opinion, is showing the guys how to play disciplined football.
1: He seems very good on uh, third downs, especially in the second half. And naturally, we we scored 25 unanswered points. A couple of things that you have to do, not be penalized and uh, be successful in third downs.
2: Exactly. And then I'll throw one more in there with the red zone, whether it's offense or defense. And those are three phases that we talked to our guys a lot about. That's what we focused on in preseason camp was red zone offense, red zone defense defense and the get off down which is third down for the defense and, and converting those third downs offensively
1: nice thing is that it, it got on the right column you're you're one of those as we get ready for this ball game it, here tonight yeah and uh, you can't ask for much more than that all right say things in the panhandle state down here in Goodwell, oklahoma tonight we'll come back and talk about the aggies as our pregame show continues after this Asings in Panhandle State here tonight. Second game of the season for Hastings College. We were somewhat limited last week on special teams with the limited availability of Alex Stockdale. Has anything changed there?
2: No, nothing's changed there. He'll still be uh, the PAT and short field goal guy. we got Aiden Bruschka, who uh, is also on the soccer team. Um, he's helping us out. He's a high school kicker. Got a pretty strong leg but hasn't kicked football for two years, but I thought he did a pretty good job on kickoffs uh, last Saturday. We just need to get a little bit more consistent with our special teams, though.
1: Got a couple other guys uh, banged up uh, from the, the first week, but that's that's football, I guess, huh?
2: It really is. We haven't lost anybody overall yet for the whole season, so we just got to keep, uh, keep getting guys who are backed up. We got to make sure we get them necessary reps throughout the week.
1: So he sings in Panhandle State here tonight. Uh, this team obviously a long way away do we have a lot of information on these guys uh
2: well we got a little bit you know coach valentine he he coached he came from a school that was in that conference um so he's coached against panhandle state um we've seen them throughout the years on film because they played some different teams and things like that but uh You had Peru last week that was the triple option. Now, I don't think you can get any more different than what we're going to see tonight. So it's definitely a different ballgame for our guys.
1: All right. Tell us what we're going to see here tonight, like you said, probably at the other end of the spectrum.
2: Well, defensively, first off, what they're going to do to us is they're going to bring pressure. And when I say bring pressure, they're coming from every angle and every gap that you can think of. Their linebackers are big, physical cats. They got a free safety that, in my opinion, could be one of the fastest guys we'll see this year. Um, They got corners. They're going to play man-to-man coverage. And uh, they just get after you up front. And we we really have not seen a defense like this in a long time. And and when I say get after you, I'm talking bringing seven, eight guys at any time, whether it's first down or third down, they're bringing pressure.
1: I had to double check this. They, They had 30 and a half sacks last season so uh, that's the pressure we're going to see here oh, today
2: they get after you They they are stressing you um and, and a lot of it is is between C gap C gap not a lot of edge stuff um now obviously so what we're going to have to do we got to get to the edge a little bit we got to win the one-on-one battles but uh again um, that that's kind of what that league is that's an athletic fast league and we've got three films or two films on them and everybody's blitzing everybody down there
1: they've got a uh, linebacker Nate Leithad who is the the preseason defensive player of the year in the Sooner Athletic Conference and and when I talked to the the coaching staff down there I said yeah but he's like the, the third best player on the team on on defense so Uh, Those cats, they they can play defense down there.
2: Yeah, they get after it. And uh, when you made that comment, I'm like, gee, many Christmas. I mean, now that boy, he he delivers a pop. But the coaches are right. They got an outside linebacker, strong safety type of kid. They'll bring him. They got, like I said, a free safety that can run around. So um, they're definitely going to rely on their defense this season.
1: And on uh, offense what are you seeing out of them well you know
2: they, they return only one starter up front um coach Gascamp, the head coach down there I don't know him I've only talked to him a couple times on the phone but he played at the University of Texas where he blocked for Ricky Williams so I think he probably knows a thing or two about offensive line play um we saw two quarterbacks on film last year both those guys have reps coming back they had a tailback that split time last year with their starter who graduated and they got receivers that could just flat out and run so um, it's a very dynamic, explosive offense. Um, I think what they're going to try and do probably against us is rely extremely heavily on that defense and, and try and run the football a little bit on us and then go over the top.
1: They're going to use probably uh, two quarterbacks in the game tonight is what we uh, we understand, maybe even three quarterbacks. Do Do they – are they – Different type of quarterbacks are the same? Or?
2: You know, they're, they're, they're kind of similar. Um, neither one of them or, or guys are going to take off and scramble too much. Um, now their starter, again, we only saw him on one film, one film last year. I don't know if he got hurt or what. Um, he's more of the pro-style, gunslinger type of guy. And then the guy that took over, um, number 10, who is a transfer as well? He's a guy that can get out and run in the three in the two films we saw. I think he rushed for um, about four touchdowns in just two films. So he does some good stuff with that zone read and some of that stuff.
1: What about preparing for a team that you know is going to use two quarterbacks, maybe three quarterbacks? We don't have a lot of information. Do you just kind of have to make adjustments on the fly?
2: Yeah, we really do, you know, because one thing, you know, and people may disagree with this comment here, but if we go in and we worry too much about what they got going on and say, okay, when this guy's here, this guy's here, then our guys start thinking too much. And you don't want defensive players thinking a whole lot of the time. So um, th- both those guys um, are, are are similar enough to where we don't expect to see triple option or, or doing something completely opposite of what they did before. So um, now I don't know about the third guy. He may be the guy, the Wildcat guy that can get out and run and do some different things like that. But uh, we're going to just kind of see how it plays out. And then if we need to
1: make adjustments, we will. When I initially started preparing for the game, I thought we were going to have a team that throws the ball all, all over the yard, but in talking with uh, the folks uh, down there, seems like it's a team that wants to run the football a little bit.
2: I have never seen a team, I mean, their breakdown is 51% run to 49% pass. You can't get any closer to 50-50 than that, obviously, and nobody is that close to we ever play against. So, um, you know, we're expecting for a very balanced uh, offensive set, but again, when your head coach is an old line guy and the old line coach, you know they want to run the football.
1: Does this team remind you of anybody in the G Pack?
2: You know, um, Midland, probably. Um, they're big, they're physical. Um, outside, um, they can get out and run. So I would compare them to to Midland's offense. Um, defensively, I compare them to Concordius. How how they bring pressure, how they get after you up front.
1: All right. So it's Hastings and Panhandle State here tonight in Goodwell, Oklahoma come uh, back to how Hastings is going to attack this thing as we continue with the Tony Harper pregame show after this.
6: Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer.
7: Just because of the, the type of cancer I had directly affected the ability to have children.
6: This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally.
7: You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part and then Poof, your perspective just completely flips.
6: And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind boggling.
7: It was uh, one of the best days of my life. Made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened.
6: And I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold my baby.
7: It just makes the love stronger. We are on in care of paper.
6: And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning.
4: Mary Lanning Healthcare. your
1: care, our inspiration. Back with the coach, Hastings on the road here tonight, their first road game of the season, trying to go uh, 2-0 for the uh, second straight season. Uh, You you talked about the pressure in uh, the other segment, coach, and and pressure is going to be something we're going to have to deal with here tonight when they come with the pressure on defense. How do we handle that?
2: Well, first off, we have got to be able to screen them. Um, you know, try and slow that pressure down. Be quite honest with you, everybody else did that to them last year, and they still brought the pressure. They're quick enough to redirect and retrace their path from that standpoint. But so we're going to have to be able to go on the outside a little bit, um, which we haven't been able to do for a while. But we got to get outside on that. Number one, number two we got to be able to pass off the pressures. You know, we did some pressure, some some team pass this week, offense versus defense, and and uh, that's some work in progress there. So we're going to have to be able to keep Clark off his back. Um, so that's number two. And then number three, we're going to have to win the one-on-one battles at the wide receiver against our corners. And, uh, you know, that means Jordan Johnson, that means Xavier McGuire, Anthony Martinez, Calvin, Lynn Cook. And then we got to get our water bugs a little bit like Goose or Tyler Miller to come underneath and catch some of those
1: quick passes. Obviously, the the short passing game is going to be key. We're not probably going to have time to get the ball downfield. Yeah, we? we
2: got to get it in and get it out. And uh, the thing is, they don't they'll show some pressure, um, probably fifty percent of the time. But the other time, they come from depth, so it's a lot of delayed pressures. But they're fast enough to to get there. So we got to get rid of that ball quickly.
1: Offensive line play, obviously, a, a big key in this one.
2: It's going to be huge, and, and it's going to come down to communication. Um, when our center's making checks. It's got to go down the right side to the left side. We got to make sure we do that. Um, we're going to have to get our running backs involved in the protection, whether it's chipping that linebacker, because he's a big old bug now. I mean, he's bigger than half our defensive linemen. So um, we're going to have to double up on him a couple of the times and make sure we see it when they do bring edge pressure, get out in that curl area quick.
1: And uh, how do we attack your, their defense? They got a lot of speed over there. They're going to come with a lot of pressure. How do we cross that up?
2: Well, we got to get some misdirection. We got to go one way and come back to the other side on them. Number one, number two, we got to be able to, to, like I said, screen them, get them chasing the ball a little bit, and get our cutback zone in. Um, and at the end of the day, we can't get too frustrated because they're going to get their pressures. I mean, there was one game last year they had ten sacks or eight sacks, I think, in it. So uh, we got to understand they're going to get theirs, but we got to limit it at the time.
1: So he sings in uh, Panhandle State coming up in uh, just a few minutes here in uh, Goodwill, Oklahoma. Their offense against uh, our defense, how do we shut them down?
2: Well, you know, I don't, I don't know quite if we're going to be able to shut them down because we've never played them. We're getting two, maybe three different quarterbacks, like you say. Um, I think it's going to start up front for us, we're going to have to do some movement with our defensive line this week. Um, there's no more of just setting in a gap and taking the dive back and different things like that. We've got to be able to transition from what we did last week with the triple option to now more of a multiple spread set. So we're going to have to lose some line games. Um, We're going to have to make sure our corners, which we struggled in a little bit this week by keeping our eyes disciplined on their man with our man concepts. Um, And we got to tackle because they're running back. I think he's only about 5'10", 5'11", but that old boy is about 220, 225. So again, that's bigger than any of our linebackers. So we're going to have to get uh, at least nine guys to the ball every time.
1: So uh, a a lot of problems that they, they're going to give us here offensively defensively they, they talked about their their special teams which you'll hear here in a little bit so uh, this is maybe not your typical non-conference mm-hmm. game that we have seen in yeah. the past
2: i've been here for a while both as assistant and head coach and we have not played two teams like this in the first two weeks of the season and uh, we haven't played a team like Panhandle because there's just so many unknowns in the in the grand scheme of things there's a lot of unknowns you know with those guys being D2 2 year ago and then they got some transfers in some different things like that so it's going to be a real um feeling out process they're going to be jacked because they got new field turf it's going to be a big crowd and all this other stuff and we got to have a snipers focus and just focus on ourselves like we did the second half last week.
1: What you tell you guys when you when you go on uh, your your first road trip of the season? The guys have been around the, the seniors, the juniors, but you got a lot of young pumps in in the bus here.
2: Yeah, I tell you what, I can't I can't right now at this point in time, I can't speak enough about our upperclassmen. We've had another good week of practice. Our guys, I've heard them um, saying, "Hey guys, focus. This is a you know the old cliche. This is a business trip. We're not going down there to jack around and have fun. We'll have fun after the game." Uh, we got to keep that same mindset, but when, when a peer, when a teammate says it to another teammate, it resonates a little bit more than the coach saying it because coaches, we all say the same th- thing, um, but uh, again, we'll have a team meeting tonight after our team meal and uh, we'll just reemphasize all that.
1: Uh, the schedule sets up I, I think pretty well for you guys too we play these two non-conference games then we get a break next week we don't play and then it's into the the Pack season so you can kind of decipher what happened in uh, the first two weeks and maybe retool a few things to get ready for the conference season
2: yeah you gotta, you gotta remember we've been playing football since august 6th we've been banging and that's a long time to be banging and you play one team it's going to just be physical like peru is with their triple option then you go and play a team that's just going to be physical and fast in in panhandle state which is about seven eight hour away from here um so uh, we'll be able to go back and regroup i mean this doesn't make the season this doesn't break the season the sco- the outcome of the game today but it's going to tell us a lot about our team how we can handle
1: these different type of situations All right, good luck. Another night game here tonight. Should be fun. Looking forward to it. All right. That's Tony Harper, the head coach for uh, Hastings College. Stick around. We've got the scouting report coming up next. And then it's Bronco football, Hastings, and Panhandle State tonight on 1230 KHS. The
0: Tony Harper pregame show is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report coming up next on your hastings link to bronco sports khas radio
3: someone once said if you build it they will come to which the world famous bullseye sports bar and grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy too what Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a Luderville affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. with the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings.
8: Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs.
0: It's time now for the KHAS Scouting Report, a pregame chat with today's opposing coach.
1: Hey, good evening. Welcome to the Scouting Report here tonight on 1230 KHAS as we take a peek at Panhandle State, visit a couple of minutes with head coach Russell Gaskamp. And coach, you guys got to be kind of anxious to get started, huh?
9: Yeah, I really are. You know, we've been in camp now for, uh, you know, a little over three weeks and the guys are ready to go hit something in a different color. and. Uh, our, our home base is obviously really excited that we have our uh, uh, our first game at home. Uh, you know, we've, we've done some major, major renovations uh, to our uh, home stadium here in Goodwill, including brand-new turf, brand-new scoreboard, uh, you know, things done in the in – stadium, and so we're, we have a great fan base here, and we're really excited to get to play in front of them. All
1: right, tell me about Panhandle State. I think this is, what, your second year in the NAIA?
9: Yeah, so uh, I, I'm going into my seventh year here, uh, but this is our second year uh, uh, you know, into our transition uh, into the NAIA. We're a member of the uh, Sooner Athletic Conference in the past. That was called the Central States Football League. Uh, this last year, though, we uh, became a full uh, time playing uh, football conference, and Uh, we're really excited about that this is a good league of some really good players Uh, i think there was four of us in the league that are either ranked in the top 25 or receive votes and and uh so it's been a good football playing league we're a seven and three team last year and and uh you know we're continuing to try to build on that
1: coach talk about the sooner athletic conference what type of league is it how does it compare with what you know out of the gpac
9: well you know we to visit two school and, and uh so in the in the past you last year before we uh, transitioned in any we we're in the lone star conference and you know which uh you know had the team that won the national championship this last year uh dex a&m commerce so we were you know we used to that league we weren't real super familiar with g-pack uh we 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 know of the reputation of the g-pack and how many good uh, teams there are and uh, could hastings in that league and and uh, you know when uh uh coach and i uh, uh set out to try to uh, get this game set. We thought it was a great chance to kind of get a cross-conference game for us to be able to kind of show on the national stage uh, what kind of football teams we think we're going to have this year and and, uh, to be able to get regionally ranked and different things like that. Uh, We felt like a little crossover game was important. So, you know, uh, not only are we looking forward to hosting Hastings this year, but we'll be coming up there uh, to Nebraska in 2019, and we're excited for that opportunity.
1: What about uh, playing Hastings for the first time? It's always good to see a, a new opponent, isn't it?
9: Yeah, it is. You know, I, I think those type of games are fun. You know, you play somebody that you don't usually get to play, and and uh, we think it's going to be a great test to kind of see where we're at. It's a, You know, it's a very important game to us. Uh, uh, I, I know that it's important to them too, and and uh, you know it, it, it sets both of our seasons off well. You know whoever can come off uh, with a win in this game for uh, hopefully starting to get, make some attention at the national stage.
1: All right, tell me about uh, Panhandle State. What do you guys like to do offensively and defensively?
9: Well, offensively, we're pretty balanced. Uh, you know we're we, we historically we've been the team to be that's been able to run the ball. Uh, we're returning a, a really good running back in Orlando Heyman. Um, he is the, uh, uh, the first-team all-conference guy last year. Uh, he's one of the top-leading rushers in the league. Um, I think it's going to be uh, really fun to uh, to watch the matchup between our starting tailback and your guys' starting tailback, who we think really, really highly of. Uh, and so, you know, we're going to try to run the ball and, and, and uh, get things moving on offense. Defensively, you know, uh, last year we were uh, – a top 10 and, uh, you know, defense in the nation. And we're generally, you know, very aggressive defense. We kind of base out of a three, four and try to give multiple looks and try to get after the quarterback. And so, uh, there, I think there's a lot of similarities between our two teams. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be a heck of a game. All
1: right. Back on offense. Uh, you got a quarterback, Brandon Ramon. Talk about him. Uh, what's he bring to the table for you guys?
9: Well, Brandon's, uh, is a senior. He's, uh, he's been in our program for five years now. And, and, uh, uh, worked hard in the off season, Worked really hard this summer. He's had a really good camp, and and he's a guy that, that that does a really good job of running the running the offense in an efficient manner. Um, you know, is a real cerebral player, real smart, uh, and makes good decisions. Um, and uh, we're looking forward to see what we, know. we have some. We have some uh, some some quality depth at that position. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if we saw you know one other quarterback or maybe even two other quarterbacks in the game uh that can do some different stuff and and uh but uh brandon's definitely gonna be the one that leads us out there to start coach
1: how will you manage those guys uh, throughout the ball game just uh, a gut feeling
9: yeah you know it's a gut feeling obviously uh you know there's certain things that we want to do when brandon has the uh, when brandon's out there running the show and and uh you know i would say you know we'll be pretty quick uh to the line of scrimmage with brandon up there an older guy that can get the offense going you know in, in uh in a, in a timely fashion and and uh Hey, you know, it's just gut feeling. As long as Brandon's playing great and things are going well, you know, we want to give a little wrinkle on something. We, we might bring in one of our other guys, but uh, but we, we you know, we, Brandon's earned this this right, and uh, we're looking really forward to seeing what he can do.
1: Now on the other side of the ball, you got the uh, conference's preseason Defensive Player of the Year and uh, Nathan Lethad. Talk about him.
9: Well, uh, Nate's a great player. Uh, he's a great leader. He's going to be a captain for us as a junior. But really, he's one of four guys at the linebacker position. You know, we we, we kind of jokingly said, you know, amongst our staff, you know, Nate Nate deserved it. You know, he's uh, I think he's the the leading returning tackler in the league this year. But you know, Nate might be our third or fourth best player on our defense. And and uh, it starts with our three. You know, in our three, four, our four linebackers. It's a it's an older group. We we got two two other senior starters uh, in the Darren Primes and Juwan Purifoy that were both in our top four or five on the team in tackles last year. And then we have a transfer guy named Diamante Pounds uh, uh, who has been the best player that we've had in camp. And and, uh, we're really excited about seeing him play. Very physical kid, very tough, uh, can really run. And uh, that group is definitely going to lead our defense uh, this uh, season.
1: Okay, we're talking with Panhandle State head coach Russell Gaskamp. We'll come back and Talk about Heastings College as our scouting report continues after this.
10: Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well.
1: We are
5: proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible.
10: Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank.
1: Back with the head coach of Panhandle State, Russell Gaskamp. And Coach, you got Hastings here tonight. Well, how much you know about Hastings? Uh, what's your first impressions on the Broncos?
9: Well, first of all, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, anytime that one team has played a game, they've been able to kind of, you know, iron out some of the things uh, you're always concerned about as a head coach, at least from my end. Uh, when we haven't, we had to have a chance to get those first game jitters kind of out of the way. Um, so, in that regard, you know, I think that, that there's a little bit of advantage for them. But, you, you, you know, when you watch them on video, I, I was very impressed by how physical their offensive and defensive lines were. You know, I know they're, I'm the offensive line coach here. I know how uh they got an older group in the defensive line uh number 44 uh number 90 are both guys that are both physical players that uh play with their hands and we know they're going to cause some problems and and we're going to have to do a good job on them so been very impressed uh, uh with the, with those two guys and then you know there's a you know really nice tandem of backs there that you know anytime you're in a game you got to stop the run first on defense and and we know number ten and number seven are both really good players, and and uh, it's going to take everything we got to be able to stop those guys, and and hopefully, get, you know, Hastings to be a little bit more of a one dimensional team.
1: Coach, what are the kind of problems will Hastings cause you as you kind of watch these guys on film?
9: Well, anytime you go into a first game, you're worried about tackling, and uh, you know, any time that you know that 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 you, know, you watch on video, you know, so in some ways, a lot of Hastings issues last week against Bruce Day were were about getting guys tackled because you know you just nowadays you just you're not you're not as physical during camp as you used to be you don't you don't get all the full time the full contact all the time and so guys struggle with tackling so you know the, I think the biggest problems for us is, is going to be you know will our defense be able to go out there and get ball carriers on the ground and and uh, you know obviously we've worked hard on that during camp we've been a team historically that's really run well to the ball and given great effort but you, know, you got to get guys tackled to the ground, and so I, that, that's our number one challenge on our defense. And you got, and Hastings has got some really good backs that, that are tough guys to get down. So,
1: what are you telling you guys? Uh, some of the keys to victory here tonight.
9: Well, I think anytime early in the season, man, special teams become so important, and and uh, you know it's not even so much about who makes the great play, but who doesn't make the mistakes, and and so. We've worked hard on our special teams. Uh, uh, we, we we're going to have a couple of young kids that are really talented guys that are that are going to be working at the kicking spot and the punting spot. Uh, but we're excited about watching them play. And I mean, we really thought, you know, having having seen Hastings on video, that the, their return game was really really good, especially their kickoff return. Uh, we were very impressed by that, and our coverage team on the kickoffs going to have to do a great job of getting down there and and getting those guys on the ground again. So um, I I'd say first and foremost, as much as anything, is going to be about uh, special teams, and then I think it's going to be come down a lot to you know whose who's team can stop the other team running the ball. I mean, we both got good running games, and and uh, if we can uh, uh, minimize the amount of yardage, the especially the you know, the yards after contact. Uh, we feel like we'll have a good chance to win the game. And if, I'm sure they feel the exact same way. If they can stop our running back, he's a pretty good player and, and uh, win the special teams, I'm sure they feel like they got, they'll have a chance to win the game.
1: Coach, you see these teams are uh, two very similar teams.
9: I think in a lot of ways, they are, you know, the, the, the one difference, uh, in my opinion um, has been that, you know, Hastings has more experience in the offensive and defensive lines. Uh, we've lost a lot of players from last year in both those spots. We have some young, talented guys, uh, that we think have a chance to be really good players, but they haven't shown it on the field yet. And, and, uh, so it'd be interesting. I think that'd be a real key matchup as you know, from our end is our offensive line, uh, handle the, uh, the defensive line of, uh, Hastings. He's an older group of guys that are stronger guys and, and good players. And so, uh, but a lot of ways we're trying to accomplish the same things. And, and, uh, I think we have got two good teams. They're going to be playing here on Saturday night
1: it's right, so a Panhandle State and uh, Heasting is coming up here in just a few minutes on twelve thirty k h i s paint us a picture of what kind of atmosphere we're gonna see down there in uh, in oklahoma tonight
9: well uh number one i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of excitement about our new stadium uh you know we we do a for say and 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 i would say to all the visiting fans uh you're welcome to come enjoy it uh we have a heck of a tailgate here um uh, prior to our prior to our games and and uh uh, that uh, has really built up over the last couple of years. You know, we we sold out our our VIP tailgate in 36 hours. You know, when we opened it up in June, and so uh, people are really excited about that. I think it'll be one of the best crowds we've had in recent memory, and. And uh, the, the, the people in, in the panhandle are very accommodating and very loud. And, and so we'll, we'll be very excited to get in front of our fans and play. And I think it would be a great college atmosphere.
1: All right, Coach, best of luck to you in the ball game here tonight and uh, for the rest of the season.
9: Uh, thank you. And safe travels, everyone coming down from Nebraska.
1: All right, that's a Russell Gascamp. He's the head coach of Panhandle State. Stick around. We got the starting lineups in the play-by-play description up next. Hastings playing at Panhandle State tonight on 1230 KHAS.
0: You've been listening to the Scouting Report. Hastings College play-by-play is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio.
4: Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care.
8: No appointments necessary. From
4: sore throats to broken bones,
8: cuts, or illnesses.
4: Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us.
8: Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, nine till eight, and weekends, eleven until five.
4: Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at hastingscare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. Hastings College Football
0: is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank with three locations in Hastings. By the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. By Hastings Convenient Care PC, here to help you when you need it most. Now. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. And by the Hastings College Foundation. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos KHAS Sports Director Mike Will.
1: And hi again, everybody. Welcome to Hastings College Football tonight here on 1230 KHIS. Hastings getting ready for their second game of the 2018 season. They'll take on Panhandle State of Oklahoma here tonight. I'm Mike Willow. I'll call the play-by-play for you this evening. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside Hastings opening up the season last week with their biggest comeback in the program's history. They came from a 21 to nothing deficit at halftime. They went on to beat Peru State last week by the score of 21, uh, 25 to 21. Meanwhile, Panhandle State is a team that's uh, just about ready to begin their uh, 2018 season. Their season opener here tonight at Anchor D Stadium in Goodwell, Oklahoma. As Hastings sings, They did a long road trip here for their second game of the season, their last non-conference game of the year. Hastings will be off next Saturday. and two weeks from uh, today, they'll open up uh, the conference season. So The final tune-ups, so to speak, for Hastings College here tonight, I think uh, one of their their toughest non-conference opponents in Panhandle State here tonight. This is a team that just two years ago was NCAA Division II. They moved to the NAIA rank uh, last year. Very successful. They were 7-3. and three. I remember the Sooner Athletic Conference. They've got to four of their teams either ranked in the top 25 in the preseason poll or receiving votes, so this is a, a very good league down here. And, uh, Jimmy, as we take a look at Panhandle State and uh, the guys that make up this team, this is going to be a good football team. This is going to be a big, big chest, I think, for Hastings uh, here tonight.
12: Well, they really are, and you talk about them being Division Two. Well, that's obviously getting you some bigger players, some faster players, and we got here well enough uh, in time, as you like to do on your long, uh, worldly travels. It was a long ride down here, by the way, but uh, we made it. But, again, got down here and uh, – Panhandle State was out warming up. Uh, they've got some tremendous size, some tremendous speed. Uh, Going to be a, a tough test here. You talk about the uh, the, the, the opponents that Panhandle State will play. They've only got a seven-game schedule starting here tonight, but they play games. Seven of their games are in uh, – at least in Arizona, Texas, and Arkansas, so they travel quite a bit to get to some of their other opponents. And uh, this is a good team, seven and three last year with a ten-game schedule. Again, they weren't really uh, sanctioned into the NAI; they had to kind of play that. Uh, off year and uh that they're off of that now and i believe in it in the top 25 so uh russell gas camp uh, has this team playing very well what a beautiful facility here the the stands are, are quite old but the field is brand new field turf this will be the first game that will be played on this brand new field turf and it is uh it's gorgeous out there it's state of the art Going to be a uh, kind of a breezy night down here, warm uh, evening here in Oklahoma. But, yeah, you're right. I believe this is going to be a very, very stern non-conference test for uh, the
1: Broncos here tonight. Temperature is going to be 88 degrees here at game time, and the winds will be blowing out of the southwest at about 15 miles per hour. You can kind of hear uh, the winds blowing through here. So it's going to be a warm night, but I think a very enjoyable night. They had a threat of uh, thunderstorms on our way down here. In fact, we had some low-hanging clouds, and we were starting to, to second-guess ourselves on the way down here, Jimmy. This is kind of Tornado Alley down here in Oklahoma. There were some uh, uh, threatening clouds when we got down here, but things are pretty well cleared off, and this will be a great night for uh, football action here tonight.
12: Yeah, and again, walking around the stadium, uh, got to visiting with some of the security guards, and I said, uh, looks like a pretty big storm coming in. They go, don't worry, it'll break up before it gets here. We don't get a lot of rain. As you can tell, it is very, very dry down here, but sure enough, Got a few miles away. The dark clouds dissipated and uh, moved on around and uh, right now just some high clouds. There is a, a pretty dark bank uh, off to the southwest here uh, out my left shoulder of the press box. I'll keep an eye on it but uh, hopefully we can get this uh, ball game in. We don't don't really need a, a situation like we had last year in uh, Mitchell with Dakota Wesleyan where we had to come back the next day
1: and And play the game. Yeah, I don't need to stay down here any longer than uh, necessary here this weekend. So what about the the game last week? What did you see? Hastings uh, 21 to nothing at halftime. Things did not look good for us at halftime. But we come back with our biggest comeback in the school's history. And uh, we beat Peru State 25 to 21. You heard the comments from Tony. Happy with the win, but a lot of things to to work on. But I think Hastings got off to obviously a great start.
12: Well, off to a great start in that football game was not. They were down 21 to nothing, put 25 unanswered points on the uh, scoreboard. But what I seen was a team of a bunch of youngsters that didn't give up that senior leadership got those guys corralled at halftime. Tony said they didn't do a lot of adjustments in the locker room at halftime, but they sure came out and played a much better half of football. They did. They did not give up. They just kept chopping. And you like to say a lot of wood to chop. They did starting with the, uh, the second half, but they came out, played very well very very 50 50 on uh, offense defense like a 162 through the air 163 on the ground very balanced there the defense we knew peru state with the rushing attack is very talented they were able to muster up 260 yards on the ground through for 146 so 406 they did out yardage the broncos that doesn't matter it's the scoreboard that counts and the broncos that was really a a boost in the arm so to speak with that this football team when not giving up coming back fighting hard and uh, now they've got a another true test and one thing i can see another thing with tonight this is going to be the first game for uh, panhandle state here of the season hastings already has one under the belt and you heard coach gas say in the pregame show that worries him a little bit because you don't have them first game jitters hastings won't his team obviously will be having those all
1: right so that's the uh, setup center period tonight between hastings and panhandle state we'll take a one minute timeout. we'll come back and check the starting lineups as we continue with bronco football in 12:30 30 khas Back here in Goodwell, Oklahoma tonight, Bronco football in 1230 KHIS. It's Hastings and Panhandle State of Oklahoma. We'll get to the starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. For Hastings on offense here tonight, Mark Livingston will get his second-started quarterback, the six foot 200 pound senior from San Juan, California. At the wide receiver's positions, it'll be uh, Xavier McGuire, a 5'10", 180-pound senior from Queen Creek, Arizona. The other side will see uh, Jordan Johnson, 6'1", 190, a senior from Spring Valley, California. The other wide receiver for Hastings, number 13, Anthony Martinez, a 5'7", 165-pound junior from Oceanside, California. At tight end will be Corey foot 6'1", 220-pound senior from Lincoln Pius. Taj Willingham will be the running back, 195, a senior out of Denver. He's 5'7". In the offensive line, Eula Tisaga will be your center tonight for Hastings, 6'2", 285-pound senior from San Diego, California. At left guard will be Daniel Gonzalez, 6'2", 285, a junior from Escalon, California. The other guard will be Kalen Osensio, a 6'1", 290-pound senior from Stockton, California. At left tackle will be John Satterley, 6'3", 270, a junior from Burlington, Colorado. And at right tackle will be Blaine foot 6'2", 270-pound senior out of Grand Island. Hastings on defense here tonight. Your three-down lineman will be Tyler six foot 6'3", 265, a senior. Out of Beatrice Austin Brenning, six foot two, 245, a senior from Lincoln North Star, and Kayante Kenny, a six foot one, 255 pound sophomore from Marietta, Texas. Your linebackers tonight for Hastings College it'll be Norman McKissick getting the start. McKissick is six foot three, 230, a senior out of Chicago, Tyler Kennedy, six foot one, 210, a junior out of Chandler, Arizona, and Cornelius Barber, six foot two. 215 pound senior from Pureland, Texas. In the defensive secondary for Hastings tonight Darren Scott, 6 foot, 195, a senior from Waterloo, Iowa. Wesley Jardine, 5 foot 11, 210 pound senior from Beaver Crossing. Ross Ostendorf, a 5'11, 180 pound senior out of Gothenburg. Anthony Murray, a 5'8, 175 pound senior from Aurora, Colorado. And Josh Stanzel, 5'11", 185, and a sophomore out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Your starting lineups for Panhandle State here tonight. Their quarterback is Braden Ramone. Uh, Ramon. Ramon is six foot, two hundred and five pounds, a senior out of San Antonio, Texas. Last year completed 45 of 71 passes for 530 yards, seven touchdowns, and six interceptions. The wide receiver will be Miguel Hudson a 165-pound junior from McKinney, Texas. The wide receivers will be Nick West, 6'185", a senior from Georgetown, Texas. The other wide receiver, Jake Martinez, 5'8", 170, a sophomore from Ada, Oklahoma. The running back, a first-team all-conference player from a season ago, Orlando Heyman. Heyman is 5'11". He's a 195-pound uh, senior from Vernon, Texas. Across the front for Panhandle State, you're going to have Romero Martinez at center. You're going to have Zeon Bird at left guard. He's a big old boy at 330 pounds and a sophomore. The other side, you've got a 300-pound right guard, Sergio Sosa, at left tackle. There's a 270-pound senior. That's Dominique Thomas. And the other tackle is going to be Sam Lemon. He's 310 pounds and a senior, so a big, big offensive line here tonight. For uh, Panhandle State, for the uh, defense for the Aggies tonight, you're going to have Jasper Smiley, also Sequoia Smith and Kalon Gartner across the front on their uh, defensive line. The backers are very good. You've got uh, Joan Pirifoy, also Nate Leithhead, also Diamante Pounds and uh, Darren Primes in the defensive secondary for uh, Panhandle State. You've got Sheroy Joseph, also Warren Dillon. Dia Drell and also uh Lee Simba Young in the backfield tonight for Panhandle State. Your starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, now with three locations in the city of Hastings, five points bank of Hastings, the better bank. Member FDIC. Right now the playing of the national anthem here in Goodwell, Oklahoma. the flag of the national anthem here tonight we're at anchor d stadium in goodwell oklahoma they call this place uh, no man's land jimmy and uh, i'd have to attend to agree after making the trip down here with no man's land anchor d stadium but we're we're set for football action here tonight
12: oh nelly is there a lot of miles in between towns down in uh, this area there's a whole lot of hills and not a lot of anything else a lot of prairie a lot of prairie very little crop ground and Boy, you think it gets dry up around our area. It is tremendously dry down around here, but it may not be for long. Hold-up radar here. I told you about the clouds building over my left shoulder out of the press box. This is a pretty uh, pretty wide-looking storm. Again, uh, lightning strike uh, within 24 miles of Goodwill, uh, Oklahoma. So if uh, that gets any closer, they will definitely remove everybody from the field. We hope that doesn't happen. We hope we don't get into uh, storm delays or whatnot. That could lead to a, uh, a long, long night here. But uh, we'll see uh, See what happens. It keeps that uh, – keep, Keep things uh, moving along down here. Both teams on the field now and uh, introducing a uh, couple of Cowboys down on the field. We might mention that halftime they will be honoring the seven-time national rodeo champions here tonight. Yeah, we saw
1: a big uh, sign just outside of town uh, congratulating them, and this must be a big-time rodeo territory down here.
12: Well. You, you don't usually come to a football stadium and have a couple of horse trailers flanked off the edge of the, uh, the field over here to our uh, northwest, but uh, yeah, seven times they've won the national championship, a big honor, and, and uh, obviously going to be a big day for the band. They uh, said it's going to be a, uh, the new marching band down here at Panhandle State, so we're going to be really entertained at halftime if, if we run out of stuff to talk about. I doubt that happens, but uh, we get the captains now walking on to the field, and we'll have the uh, coin toss here.
1: Yeah, going to be dressed in their all-white uniforms again tonight with their crimson trim, their crimson numbers here tonight. Panhandle State going to be dressed in their white football pants. They've got their their gray uh, tops on. They've got to red trim here tonight, so they're tossing the coin out in the, the center of the field here. This is the first game of the season for Panhandle State down here in Goodwill, Oklahoma. And you know, I was amazed when we kind of started making preparations for the trip down here, Jimmy. This is a... Uh, A college town, but the town is only about the size of Wood River. It's about uh, what thirteen hundred people or so. So there's not a whole lot else in this town other than uh, the college here around the edge of town. Well, and there's not a whole lot left between
12: here and New Mexico. One county is all that uh, lacks. Be uh, before we get to New Mexico, and we are on the uh, southern part of the Panhandle of Oklahoma. We're not uh, far from. Uh, some Texas towns, Lubbock, Texas, uh, three hours. But Amarillo, we want to head there tonight. We're only an hour and 40 minutes away from uh, Amarillo. We go down and do a little country swinging tonight, if you'd like.
1: Really? We're only an hour
12: 40 from there? Hour 45 from Amarillo, Texas. A uh, couple other uh, of your, your favorites. So uh, we, Oklahoma City, we're quite a jog there. Four hours to Oklahoma City. We're four hours from Albuquerque. And your favorite city We're still 12 hours. We can't get to Vegas tonight. We've got – that's quite too far of a drive.
1: It is the holiday weekend. We do have Monday (laughs) on for the most part.
12: If this storm keeps moving in here, we may end up playing this tomorrow, but uh, I doubt that's going to happen. Again, they put new field turf down here, so no worry about field conditions. I'm sure the drainage system uh, has probably been updated underneath of this – beautiful field turf here so we'll uh, we'll see if it holds up again the security guard said don't worry they don't get a lot of rain down here and, and just for your information mike their most precipitation in a month down here on average is uh, a, a uh, may where they average 3.1 inches of rain so not a lot not a lot you have done your work i you know i don't have a lot of time in the evenings to uh, to mess around other than uh, my football stuff i do the stuff that doesn't really matter to the play-by-play stuff so i uh, I kind of know my role, and I've got a lot more notes and
1: newsworthy information as we move along in this game. All right, Hastings is going to get the football first. Taj Willingham will drop back. Anthony Murray will stand at their their own goal line, and we're sent to go with uh, Hastings College football action here tonight on 1230 KHS and also online at HastingsLink.com. As uh, Panhandle State will have the pig team up here at the 35-yard line. Got a great crowd on hand. Basically, the uh, Panhandle folks uh, across the way, including all their media and everybody's on that side. They've stuck uh, all the Hastings people on one side in one grandstands. We've got the, the radio booth over here. And uh, the Hastings College coaches just to our right. So everybody on Hastings is over there and everybody for Panhandle State. In fact, I haven't even uh, talked to anybody from Panhandle State yet today. (laughs) Well, we were supposed to go get tickets, and the guy said, you get the
12: tickets over there, and we didn't even bother. We just walked in. We got here early enough, but we are underway
1: the ball's going to come down around the goal line to Taj Willingham. Taj grabs it right at the goal, takes it up the uh, side, 10, 15, 20, 25, so on his feet to the 30, across the 35, onto the 37-yard line. That was one thing that the coaching staff for Panhandle State, Jimmy, was concerned about. That was the Hastings College return team right there. Taj Willingham brings it back 37 yards in the opening kickoff. And Hastings is set up uh, pretty good here in their first uh, series. They'll officially put it down to 36. Yeah, and Taj's counterpart, uh, Anthony Murray,
12: had a, a good night returning last week against peru state in the punting uh pun return uh,
1: category so we'll
12: see what hastings has great return out to the 36 just underway here in goodwill
1: oklahoma all right here's clark livingston with his uh, first play and he's going to hand it off to uh, Taj. and that's blown up that is blown up in the uh, backfield A loss of a couple of yards on the play watch the linebackers for panhandle state jimmy they're going to be a uh, very very good and uh Number 42, uh, Darren Primes was uh, one of those linebackers to get in there, but the linebackers here are very, very good. In fact, they've got the, the conference's preseason defensive player of the year, Nate, uh, Leithead, and Nate that in there. It's a middle linebacker. A loss of a couple of yards in the first place, second down and 12. Livingston wants to throw, throws it across the middle, is tipped and almost intercepted. Down here at the 47-yard line, the ball is a tipped back there, almost intercepted there. By a panhandle state back in coverage was Reese Peterson that time for the Aggies. And now he's looking at third down and 12 yards to go in their first offensive series of the football game. A lot of great tops around the
12: football there, and that was uh, Jordan Johnson, the intended receiver, threw it uh, just a little bit too high for Johnson to climb the ladder and get that football. So now we look at a third down and eight, the ball at the
1: 34-yard line. Down three wide receivers, split out to the left side of the formation. Livingston will look that way, swings it out here. Taj grabs the ball to 30, 35. He's at the 40-yard line, puts his head down, and drives the ball up to the 45. But that still will be about to a two-yard side of a first down. Had to get it to the 47. He's going to be nowhere close to that. they will bring the ball back to the 44, the nose of the football, right at the 44. So he seems will have to punt on fourth down and three. Yeah, about a yard and a half short. And uh, looked like Taj had enough room right down in front of us to get
12: the first down. But, uh, again, Panhandle showing their team speed defensively, able to get over there. A couple of
1: guys bring Taj down for a gain of only six. All right, so Clark Livingston will be your punter. He averaged 39.3 yards per kick last year. There's the kick. It's going to be fielded, and Hastings down there nicely to uh, knock him down. The ball was recovered there by Kevin Carter. He was back on the, the punt return team. He was uh, chopped down immediately by Hastings. So Panhandle State will have the ball. First down and 10 on their own 31-yard line. Again, this is their first series of the season. Last year, they were 51% run and 49% pass, about as uh, close to 50-50 as you're going to get. Their quarterback is very good, too. Braden Ramon. he might be the first of three guys. We'll see him there at a the quarterback tonight for a Panhandle State. They'll start off with a gun. He rolls to his left. He throws the ball. It's going to be caught out here across the 37, out to the uh, 38-yard line. The reception is made over there by uh, Jalen Fair. There is a, a senior out of uh, Oklahoma, Mississippi. That was a pickup of about seven yards and a play, second down and three yards to go. And you're going to see this pace.
12: Russell Gaskamp wants to have a quick set-up offense. Here they run a play again. There's a running play. The ball
1: is a loose. A big, big pile up here at the 42-yard line. Hastings says they have the play. The officials agree, and Hastings gets the first turnover of the ball game.
12: Just trying to get the glasses on the guy. Reed. Covering the football down at the bottom of the uh, pile. It's going to be Tyler Kennedy, number 26, comes away with the football. I think that was Parthumer up front that made the initial hit that knocked the pig loose. Out onto the carpet, and Kennedy comes up with a return. So the first turnover of the night goes the way of the Broncos, and they've got it into uh, Aggie territory down to the 42-yard line. 13 one left to go here in the first quarter. Broncos with a
1: great opportunity. All right, so Hastings gets the first big break of the ball game. Hastings wanted to uh, get off to a good start tonight. Now we can stick it in the end zone. be a huge break. Here's a uh, running play that Taj bounces off of one man. He's at the 35, still on his feet, down to the 31-yard line. Taj Willingham takes the ball down to the 31-yard line. Going to be very close to a uh, first down down here. Now we got got an injured Aggie down at about the uh, 28. Taj Willingham, a good run there for Hastings. We got an injured player there for uh, Panhandle State. And uh, the injured player there for the Yankees is number 24, I believe, Reese Peterson. Now, yeah, Reese Peterson is the guy who is going to get up and he's going to walk off of the field now. He's going to needs some assistance to get off of the field coach gas was talking
12: in the pregame show when you were uh, interviewing him he said that both running backs really uh, mirror each other and it's going to be a good competition to see which one can outrun the other one well right now that defense finds out you cannot arm tackle Taj Willingham he is uh, just a stout individual takes it off left tackle and got it out into the secondary picked up Right at 10 yards, they did give him the first down. So that's the first one of the night for Hastings. But again, they keep the drive moving. They got the
1: football down at the 32-yard line. All right, so your quarterback, Clark Livingston, has got his troops set up here. First down, 10 yards to go. Ball is at the 32-yard line. Bronco football tonight from Goodwell, Oklahoma. Hastings into Panhandle State. Clark might be changing the play here. Three wide receivers, out wide to the right side. Jordan Johnson is their wide receiver to the left. Clark wants to throw, throws, and it's going to be caught here by uh, Jordan Johnson across the 25, still on his feet down to the 22-yard line, and that's going to be enough for another first down.
12: I'm going to see where they spot it. It's going to be very, very close. It's right at the sticks. Now
1: they're going to see he's going to be about a yard shy. We'll give him nine on the catch. So nine-yard gain. It was a completed pass there from Clark Livingston to uh, Jordan Johnson. Acing's looking at second down and one yard to go as we're nearing the uh, red zone. There's a Willingham inside handoff, and he's going to be brought down right at the line of scrimmage. Tackle was made in there by Jasper Smiley. Smiley, a junior from Tecumseh, Oklahoma. But that was enough for a first down. He only only needed a yard, and that's about what he got is about... A yard or so. The ball is sitting between the 21 and 22-yard line. Hastings trying to cash in in the first turnover of the ball game. A recovered fumble at the 42-yard line. Hastings has moved it down to the 21. Hastings working from right to left here in the first quarter of play. Option play. Pitchback comes across the 25-yard uh, line down to about the 21. Running the football there for uh, Hastings College. Was uh, Tyree Neesmith, I believe, for Hastings, uh, who was into the ball game. That was a pickup of uh, only about one yard on the play here for Hastings. Uh, We're going to call it second down and nine yards to go for the Broncos. Second down and nine. The ball is on the uh, far side hash mark. Here's a Livingston. He's got the ball. He wants to throw it. He does. Here to the sideline, it's going to be. Well, we're throwing nowhere close to the intended receiver that time for Hastings. That was Anthony Martinez. So now it's third down and nine yards to go.
12: Well, the wind really whipping around here. You can hear it into our microphones coming out of the, uh, the Southwest. This field sets in here east to west. And, uh, with the wind coming across, that was a toss right into the wind from Livingston. I think that just, uh, Wynn got the hold of that football and it sailed over top of the, in the intended receiver. Now we got a third down and 10, the ball at the 21 yard line. There's
1: Clark, he wants to throw. Good. Well, now the pressure gets to him and down he goes. He's got to get rid of the ball a lot faster than that, Jimmy. He, he can't sit in the pocket because it's it's going to break down. They can't hold him down there forever, and Panhandle State will get a sack here. Coming into a knockdown, Livingston on the play. Was was uh, number 62, Tristan Inman, who's entered the ballgame. So that goes down as a, a quarterback sack, and now it's fourth down. And uh, Alex Stogdill into the game for a, a field goal attempt, but
12: you're right. He can't stand back there. These defensive fronts for uh, Panhandle State, they are just as big as our line. We're going to have our hands full. He's got to get rid of that football.
1: It's a 41-yard field goal attempt by Stoggs. His uh, kick is up there, and it's going to be short. Again, Stogdill is coming back from a knee injury from Uh, A season ago, late in the season against Morningside, he is still not at 100%. And you can tell right there, Jimmy, uh, Stoggs didn't have the the punch that we were used to early. That one was uh, well short from 41 yards. Yeah,
12: just kind of a knuckleball off the foot of uh, Stoggs and kind of floated in there low into the left, really didn't have an opportunity. So they get the turnover. But uh, Panhandle State holds. They take over at the 24-yard line, 10-20. Left we'll to go here in the first quarter. No score
1: in Goodwell, Oklahoma. So, Hastings could not take advantage of the first turnover of the ball game. Here's uh, Ramon. who pass is going to be tipped. And it's almost intercepted over there on the far sideline, making a diving attempt at the ball was Anthony Murray here nearly came down with it Jimmy at the 25 yard line but it falls to the turf boy there's a couple of guys after it was
12: tipped from the initial defender that had an opportunity to intercept that around the 30 yard line but it falls to the uh, to the turf Comes up uh, incomplete, second down and 10.
1: All right, Ramon is in the shotgun set. Now he sends a man in motion to the near side. He's going to toss it out here. It's going to be caught and dropped. Now, they're gonna, was it a lateral? Was it a lateral? He picks it up on the hop, and he still brings it up to the 25 or 26-yard line. Why well, don't? Yeah, he, he was two yards ahead yeah. of the quarterback. That's a forward pass. Orlando Heyman grabs
12: it. And that's what Tony was asking the official down there. We'll give him a gain of, of three
1: yards on that uh that's strange play. Yeah, they, the, Heyman was coming out of the backfield. They swung it out to him, and they counted that as as a lateral pass. Jimmy, as he that one bounces off of the turf, which should have been uh, blown as an incomplete pass. So now it's in a second, third down and seven yards to go. Ramon throws it across the middle. It's going to be incomplete again. Tremendous pressure for Hastings that time defensively. It's our guys applying the pressure in this ball game. Cornelius Barber was one of the guys. Beginning there on the blitz for uh, Hastings, so now they go three plays and outs, and now Hastings will get their their third possession already here in the first quarter. Murray gonna drop back
12: inside his uh, forty. Actually, 35 yard line now to field this punt, but boy, just really impressed right now with the pass rush that Hastings is able to get in on this quarterback. And again, we may see a couple more quarterbacks come into the game for Panhandle, but uh, boy, really like what I see
1: right now. Good coverage downfield. Here comes the uh, punt now from uh, Panhandle State. High kick. Murray's going to grab the ball at the 28 yard line. and back across the 30. Nice move to the 35 yard line. Still on his feet to the 40. Spinning at the 45 yard line. Brings it to the 48, and he's wrestled out of bounds. Nice return there by Anthony Murray, who averaged 23.5 yards per kick in last week's ball game against Peru State. We'll check out the penalty flag back upfield here at the 38-yard line, and this one might be coming back.
12: Yeah, going to go against Hastings, 47 on the punt, a nice high spiral, and then Murray takes it uh, just past the 30-yard line, brings it up almost to midfield, but uh, all for not going to cost the
1: Broncos here. They would have had good starting position again. Have you noticed on the turf, this is uh, the first game on this artificial turf in fact they just got it uh, completely installed this week how much rubber yeah, is, is it, coming up
12: especially when you see the guys drag their feet across the yeah. uh, across this turf i mean it's just a black cloud coming up out of the uh out of this uh official or artificial turf they've got down again it looks very nice but uh it's uh,
1: gonna take a while to get this thing broke in all right they're gonna have a penalty against hastings a penalty is going to bring the ball back to the 28-yard line. We're in the first quarter. We're just underway. We're on the road tonight with Hastings College. We're in Goodwell, Oklahoma. Hastings playing Panhandle State. We're down to 9 minutes and 18 seconds to play here in the first quarter. And this is already the third possession for Hastings in this uh, first quarter. They fake the ball to the times. Now they throw the ball out to the far side. It's going to be caught there at the 30-yard line across the 35. And he is knocked out of bounds at the 35 or 36-yard line. So he sings with a completed pass there as they take it to the the far side of the field. And that was uh, Anthony Martinez grabbing the ball over there on the far side. Martinez making his first reception of the night here. Anthony Martinez for the season. That's his uh, third reception. That was a pickup of about seven yards on the play. It's going to bring up second down and three down. Clark Livingston swings the ball out here. It's going to be grabbed. Louders, real estate, 40, 45, 50. 40, a Panhandle State down to the 30-yard line. So Hastings taking the ball all the way down to the uh, 30-yard line. The reception is made there by... Josh Stanzo? No, it's not. Tyree Nesmith yeah. out of the backfield. Nice little screen pass. And, wow, when he caught that, there
12: wasn't a guy within 15 yards. And he takes it all the way downfield right in front of the Bronco bench. 30 on the gain. And they'll get the football spotted down at the 31-yard line of the Aggies. 838
1: and counting. Here Broncos on the move again. All right. So, uh, Tyree Nesmith makes the reception there for Houston's. Now, here's the uh, inside handoff and that's going to be uh, knocked down at the line of scrimmage. Having a real problems with uh, numbers this year, I had uh, Neesmith listed at 28 on uh, one of my rosters. That's what's on my uh, spot chart. Now uh, a number seven has uh, popped up on this roster for Hastings College. So hmm. we'll go with it. Hmm. We'll go with it here. It's a second down and 12 yards to go. Hastings with the ball down here at the 32-yard line, the third offensive series of the ball game for Hastings. They... Picked off a uh, pass that they couldn't do anything with. There's a pass there, and Neesmith, he grabs the ball to 35 to the 30-25. Crashes forward across the 20, down to the 19-yard line. That's a first down for Hastings. Boy, he just put his head down, his uh, shoulder down, and crashes into a couple of would-be tacklers, Jimmy. Neesmith takes the ball down to the 19-yard line, and the Broncos are in business. Fourth, first down tonight. Now, when they're a 13-yard gain,
12: just another screen pass. They really are crowding the line of scrimmage, and – the, uh, the quarterback in Livingston doing a great job getting the football out there, and uh, Neesmith takes that downfield and uh, lowers his head about the 20-yard line, bowls ahead inside the red zone at the 19.
1: Right, he sings in business here. We're in the red zone. They think of all the ties. They throw it out here, and that's overthrown. I think the wind got a hold of that one, too. Jimmy throwing in this direction as it goes way over the head of Anthony Martinez, incomplete pass, and in a second down and 10. Yeah,
12: it's really gusting. You look out on the uh, – uh, into the field there, what uh, what? There's two trees out there. Is all that's between there and the prairie? No, I'm just kidding. There's more trees than that. But really, whipping down there with this wind coming, with this storm that uh, continues to keep moving this direction. Hopefully, it uh,
1: slides off to the uh, south. All right, Hastings looking at second down and ten yards to go. Hastings with the ball down here at the 19-yard line of a Panhandle State option play. The pitchback comes here. That's Todd Willingham, 15-10-5. He is into the corner of the end zone. Did they give him the touchdown? No. He is knocked down at about the two-yard line. Wow. So a will pick up there about 17 yards on the option play to the wide side of the field. Willingham nearly got in, but he was knocked down down here at the two-yard line. Hastings has really dominated, Jimmy, here in the first quarter of
12: play. 29 yards on five carries, and I thought that was bad. I thought the the football touched the pylon there, but they'll give it to Taj off the right side again. He'll crash forward, and now we got penalty flags.
1: Illegal procedure, sure, Hastings. any
12: way to keep him out of the end zone. Remember, we're not uh, blessed with
1: a... All right, so the illegal procedure call here on uh, Hastings. Somebody didn't get set down there at the uh, two-yard line, so... Instead of a first and goal from the two, we'll have a first and goal now from the seven-yard line. So Panhandle State making a couple of substitutions here. Trying to keep the Broncos out of the end zone. This is their third offensive series of the first quarter. We're down to six minutes and 51 seconds to play. Again, Willingham gets the call behind the offensive line. He is stacked up down there at about the two-yard line. So Willingham picks up. About five, and now we're back to where we were before the penalty. So he loses. Hastings is quickly up to the line of scrimmage to go with the ice shunt here. And they give the ball again to Willingham. He crashes forward again behind the offensive line. And again, he's going to be kept out of the end zone. He's down around the one-yard line now. So just uh, r- running straight ahead, they use that offensive line to try to move the uh, defensive line out of there. Panhandle State, big old boys down there. So now Hastings looking at third down. We've got to stick it in here. Boy, look at the uh, look at the mass of humanity up right on the line of scrimmage. A boot would be good right now. Here's a Willingham again. He goes forward. Is a uh, third chance to get in there. And again, well, do the arms yeah, go up? Yeah, they give it yep. to him. Touchdown. I was looking at the official on the far side. He still has not signaled a uh, touchdown, but evidently the... Give it to him here. The guy on the near side says, yeah, that's good enough. And He sings, gets into the end zone. Third time is a charm here All as right. Taj takes it in from one yard I out. I
12: guess so. Willingham having a good first quarter here. Eight carries, 36 yards. He's got the one touchdown there from one yard out. And Livingston with 65 yards through the air. Stoggs in the game for the PAT. Broncos take
1: an early lead. All right, here comes the extra point now for He sings. Ball is down. The kick is up. And the extra point by Stoggs is going to be good. Extra point is good. Hastings has the early lead here in this one over Panhandle State. Five minutes and 58 seconds to play. We're in the first quarter. We'll take a break with the score. Hastings 7, Panhandle State nothing. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Goodwell, Oklahoma. He sings college football here tonight on 1230 K-H-A-S. He sings scored first. Seven to nothing is the score. Taj Willingham gets a one-yard touchdown for He sings. That's uh, the second touchdown of the season for Willingham. Here comes the kickoff now by He sings, A short kick. Field into the 23. Quickly back to the 30. 40. 45 onto the 50-yard line. Nice return there for a Panhandle State. And coming back with the ball is uh, Kevin Carter. The kicker for Hastings is our, our soccer guy. That's uh, Aiden Bruska, And he's a member of the soccer team. He, he played football in high school, uh, evidently, is what the coach told me this week. The kick was not very deep, and Panhandle State took advantage of the short kick. As Kevin Carter brings the ball all the way up to the midfield stripe. So good field position here for Panhandle State. Well, and you
12: can hear in my mic, and you can see on the uh, players' jerseys, this wind is freshening out of the southwest. That was just a
1: kick kind of right into the wind here, but a good return. Ramon hands the ball away. That's going to be Orlando Heyman. He uh, slips away, and boy, he is knocked down hard across the 45 to the 43-yard line. Somebody got into him down there. In fact, knocked his hat right off of the top of his head. What a tough, tough run, though. He was hit four and five times, just kept going. And then,
12: uh, well, it was Ostendorf that come over, but knocked his helmet off. That was a big shot after
1: a pickup of about seven. All right, and so it's second down and three yards to go. Panhandle State with the ball down to Hastings College, 43-yard line. Ramon wants to throw the ball. The pass is going to be incomplete. Trying to get the ball to West, and it was uh, broken up over there by Anthony Murray of Hastings. Nick West, the intended receiver, he was one of their leading receivers from a year ago. 37 receptions, 497 yards, and three touchdowns, but that was a nice play there by... Anthony Murray for Hastings.
12: Yeah, Murray doing a good job. Just one hand on his back there, not really putting a lot of pressure. As soon as the ball came, got that left hand out in front and batted it down to the turf. Third down and four from the 43 of Hastings.
1: All right, wide receivers left and right now. Ramon is going to hand the ball away. Heyman has got it. He's going to have the first down as he charges ahead across the 35 down to the 34-yard line. So he's going to sit out one play because his hat got knocked off. And Orlando Heyman back in there, and he picks up the first down for the Aggies. Heyman built a lot like Taj Willingham,
12: 5'11", right around 200 pounds. But, boy, you can see he's got a burst. That was a gain of seven and a first down.
1: Pacing showing blunts. Ramon wants to throw, stamps up in the pocket. Now as he throws it across the center of the field, is going to be incomplete. Incomplete. The intended receiver was the tight end, Brady Barrett. Brady Barrett, the 210-pound sophomore from maybe your hometown, Purcell, Oklahoma. Nine receptions, 158 yards, in four touchdowns, a season ago. Didn't know there was a town down here in Oklahoma named oh, you, after you. You you ruined that. That's that family tree stuff at work. Five minutes and 11 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Here's a handoff now to Heyman. Heyman didn't find much running room there as he gets it to the 35-yard line. A pickup of only one, maybe two yards in a play. That's Austin Breding, the final guy to get up off of the big stack there. Breding, the nose tackle for Hastings. 245-pound senior out of Lincoln North Star. So now it's third down, third down and nine yards to go. Ball is down here at the Hastings College 35-yard line. A man waiting, getting into the lineup here. He'll line up as a running back just to the right now, of the quarterback, Braden Ramon, two backs in the backfield. Ramon wants to throw, steps up. He swings it out here, caught. That brings it across the 30, down to about the 29-yard line, so a short pickup. That was R.J. Stevens who came into the ball game late. They got the ball to him, and Stevens is chopped down as he gets the ball down at the 29-yard line. That's going to be short of a first down. So it's fourth down and three yards to go. Now we'll see what Panhandle State wants to do here. They're going to go for it on fourth down and three from the Hastings 34. Ball is on the far side hash mark. Hastings has got the lead over Panhandle State. Seven to nothing is a score. Ramon is in the gun. Ramon wants to throw, backs up, cocks the arm, throws the ball down the right sideline. That's way over the head of his intended receiver. The man out here was Seth Barreno. That was way over his head. Back in coverage for Hastings was Darren Scott. So the Broncos holding fourth down and three. Well, and again, you look at the flag down in the far end zone,
12: and you can kind of see it coming from the southwest to the west. Really whip it around here pretty good at the uh, at the stadium. And that one there just uh, was thrown up into the air and. Boy, on another uh, jet stream there. That was way – that was 10 to 15 yards out of bounds. So, Hastings holds on fourth down. Broncos with a 7 nothing lead with 3.54 left to go here in the first quarter. Got their ball at their own 34 here for another set of downs.
1: Yeah, this is the uh, fourth time that Hastings has had the ball already here in this first quarter. There's a Smith with the ball, and he is going to be stacked up right at the line of scrimmage. Not much there. Tackle is made in there by those uh, linebackers again for – panhandle State making the stop there was uh the darren primes he's the uh, senior out of houston texas tell you what they're active you watch them they bounce around in the holes
12: up on the defensive front they move to the outside they are really all around the field and you heard coach gas talk about them in the pregame show he likes them he's got a very talented core of linebackers here
1: second down eight yards to go the ball is at the 31 yard line that's the he sings 31 Two wide receivers split out left. They'll come this way with an option play. Pitchback comes to Neesmith. He spins to the 30, and he is knocked down here at the uh, 32 or 33-yard line. Coming up to make this stop that time for Panhandle State was uh, Dia Drelly. Drelli is a uh, sophomore out of Dallas. I guess it's Dia Drelli. Flights, officially. One of those guys with the three names. Yeah, what... (laughs) whatever you say. You look at their roster, they are
12: laced with a ton of kids from obviously Oklahoma, but Texas, New Mexico, all right around this area. A lot of talent down in this uh, part of the country.
1: Third down, eight yards to go. Clark wants to throw the ball, backs up, gets away from a pressure, now comes to the near side, holds it now. He has the ball. Fall out of his hands down here at the 33-yard line, and that is recovered by Panhandle
12: State. Unbelievable. Clark just trying to pick up some yardage. Had an opportunity to get it up past the first down stakes, but he had it in his right hand like a loaf of bread and it just falls to the turf three broncos are around there one aggie and the one aggie it bounces right to him and now they're going to take over
1: inside the 35 yard line keylon gardner was the guy who uh, picked up the ball he was a freshman here for a panhandle state tony says that maybe uh he was down in the play i i, I, don't, I don't think so tony no. I, I didn't see that
12: now that clearly came out when he was up uh, upright running towards the first down stakes Coach Gaskamp got his uh, team huddled up on the far sidelines, and here they come out. They'll take over at the Bronco 33-yard line, 228 left to go here in the first quarter. Broncos lead 7-0. Now,
1: Hastings got an interception earlier in this quarter. Now it's their first turnover of the ball game themselves uh, offensively. Now we'll see if Panhandle State can take advantage. They're going to take over at the 33-yard line of Hastings. So here comes that offensive unit back out there. There's a pass that's going to be thrown, and it's going to be knocked down. Nice defensive play by Darren Scott down here at the four-yard line. Again, trying to get the ball to Barbarino, the sophomore from Amarillo, Texas, inside the five. That was a big-time hit by Darren Scott. Well, and Ramon with a bullet down
12: there, and again, a great job there by Scott, knocking that down very quickly as Panhandle State.
1: Here's a a handoff now. That's going to be R.J. Stevens as he runs the ball across the 25 down to the 23-yard line. Should be enough for a first down. And so they get a pick up of 10 yards in the play. They're quickening the pace now and Hastings are quickly up to the line of scrimmage. Hastings having problems getting guys on and off of the field here. First down and 10 from the 23 yard line. Handoff again. Stevens has got it. Moves it down to the 17. Penalty flags are down. RG Stevens, he's a freshman from Mobile, Alabama. Now spelling Orlando Heyman in the backfield. A penalty flag is down, and it looks like this one will go against Panhandle State.
12: How did Dick Saban let him go?
1: Yeah. Jeez. How'd he he's got
12: out Alabama? Six foot, 230 pounds, and he runs like a deer out there. It's a, uh, may they got a couple of good running backs. But, man, he he's running guys over once he gets past the line of scrimmage.
1: All right, so the penalty is going to go against Panhandle State. We're down to two minutes and three seconds to play. We're in the first quarter on the road with Hastings College tonight in Goodwell, Oklahoma. Hastings is out on top. The score is seven to nothing here in the first quarter. And I know a lot of you are probably going to be flipping back and forth here for the rest of the night with Nebraska playing uh, Akron tonight at Memorial Stadium. We'll keep you up to date on the uh, Hastings College action for you throughout the rest of this ballgame. There's a running play there. And going off a left tackle across the 25 to the 20 down to about the 18-yard line. Running the ball there is the uh, third guy we have seen in there. That's a tailback for uh, Panhandle State. And I don't have a 23 on the roster. (laughs) You might know. All right, they're quickly up to the line of scrimmage again. Now they're going to come the other way with the football, running it across the 15 down to the uh, 10-yard line. So now Panhandle State knocking on touchdown doors. They use their uh, third tailback in the ballgame. We'll uh, double-check that. This is their first game of the season, so obviously they they probably had some uh, numerical changes as uh, well. We'll double-check that, but Panhandle State is knocking on touchdown door down here. Down here at the... uh, 11-yard line of Hastings. It is first down and uh, 10 yards to go, I guess, officially for Panhandle City as he gets the call again, and he is knocked down into play. Carlos Rensburg is uh,
12: number three, according to my roster. He takes the handoff off the left side, picks up just, uh, just a yard. Going to bring up second down. And uh, nine, They can they actually get a first down? Yeah, right around the goal line, I
1: believe. All right, so Carlos Remsburg is a guy who's been doing the running here. The third tailback used by Panhandle State here in this uh, ball game so far. There's a pass thrown into the end zone. That's overthrowing everybody in the corner of the end zone. And now it's third down. It is third down and nine. The football is down here at the Hastings 10-yard line. Ramon having all kinds of trouble passing tonight. Just two completions,
12: nine yards. He's thrown it uh, nine times. That one there, nobody home. More white jerseys over there, but that uh, was... Clearly past the uh, corner of the end zone, it's just 38 seconds left to go
1: here in the first quarter. Hastings is out on top in the ball game by a score of seven to nothing and now three wide receivers set out to the uh, left side for uh, Rabone. he's got one wide receiver out to the right side on third down here waiting for a snap. Long count from the line of scrimmage maybe checking off here against the uh, Bronco defense down here. Here's a Ramon. He wants to throw the football. He does to the far side. Is going to be caught down there at the two yard line and written out of bounds. That's Anthony Murray over there in coverage. Reception is made by Cooper Savage down there at around the two yard line. But Darren Scott does a great job keeping him out of the end zone. They're going to spot the football officially, I guess, back here at the uh, the seven yard line. And now we're going to have a field goal attempt coming up here. Yeah, that was just a uh, long pass to the far sidelines, but
12: not much uh, real estate. Traveled only a gain of two officially. And uh, I think they're going to let this, are they going to snap it before the end of the quarter?
1: No. All right, we got to the end of the quarter. That's a
12: huge mistake because they're going to have to kick this into that uh, kind of crosswind down here on the uh, the uh, west end.
1: All right, so the officials, yeah, we were clearly at a zero. Now the officials are going to.
12: They call timeout.
1: Oh, that's the first quarter. Yeah, they say that's the end of the first quarter, so we'll go to the other end as the field goal. I don't even know if that one has sailed to the uprights. They're of this wide right, so they're gonna have a another chance at things as they go over and uh, talk to the coaching staff over there for Panhandle State. But we have reached the end of the first quarter here tonight in Goodwell, Oklahoma. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings seven, Panhandle State nothing. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Goodwell, Oklahoma, as we start the second quarter of play. Hastings has got the lead 7 to nothing, over Panhandle State, but we're going to have a field goal attempt coming up to start this second quarter as we switch ends of the field. This will be a, let's see, they're going to put the football down at the 14-yard line, a 24-yard field goal attempt. Gardo Villa Villarreal is the... Field goal kicker. He's a big old boy, too. Right footed kicker. Ball is on the near side. Hash mark. Ball is down. And the field goal attempt is up there. It's going to be through the pipes. It is good. So on the first play of the second quarter, they get a 24 uh, yard field goal to get on the board. Their first points of the 2018 season. We'll take a break. 14.56 to play here in the first half to score. Hastings College 7, Panhandle State 3. 1230 K-H-A-S Alright, Hastings College with the lead here, 7-3 over Panhandle State, playing our second non-conference game of the season. Hastings beating Peru State last week by a score of 25-21 at home. Hastings will be off next Saturday. This will be our bye week. And then Hastings will start the conference season two weeks from today. Hastings will send a couple of guys back deep. That's a uh, Murray. Anthony Murray to the far side. You've got Tosh Willingham coming to the near side. Here comes the run up in the boot now. It's going to go to the far side, picked up over there by Murray at the 5-yard line. Back to the 10, 15, 20, bounces off of a man at the uh, 20-yard line and uh, comes down to about the 22 before he is uh, brought down to the point. Get you some stats brought
12: to you again this year by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu. For more information quickly for the Aggies, 61 total yards, 50 on the ground, 11 through the air, three first downs. For the Broncos, four first downs, 34 on the ground, 65 through the air, 99 total, Willingham leading the way, eight carries, 36 yards, and the Broncos got a first and 10 at the 22.
1: All right, Clark Livingston back that there, hands the ball away. That's Taz as he bounces off of a banner two with some penetration in there. Brings it across the uh 24 out to about the 25 yard line, so a short pickup, two yards in a play for Taj Willingham. Seven to three is the score now. Hastings getting a one yard touchdown run from Taj. Vanhandle State coming back with a 24 yard field goal in the first play of the second quarter. That's the way we stand here. Hastings with the ball. Their fifth offensive possession of this football game. Martinez goes in motion. They just toss the ball out here. Taj with a lot of room. 20, 25, 30 down the sideline. 35, and he's run out of bounds. They come with all that pressure, Jimmy. That's one way to beat it. You just toss it out there. A little uh, swing pass or a screen pass out there to Taj. And there wasn't a banner around. He had a lot of green, green turf out there on the far side. No, both running backs are uh, really having
12: a field day on the screen passes. Taj now with two receptions and 20 yards. And Nesmith with uh, 43 yards on two receptions out of the backfield. But, again, they've got so much territory out there. They're really kind of owning the outside when they get that screen pass out. That was a gain of uh, 14 yards. And the fifth first down for Hastings. Now they got the football out the 39-yard line.
1: And comes in motion to the near side. That's uh, Jordan Johnson now for Hastings. They're going to hand the ball away to Taj. Taj is across the 40 and he's brought down and he stumbles forward to about the 42 yard line. So a pickup of three yards in a play. Hard running inside between the tackles there for Taj Willingham, but he can handle it. 195 pounds senior for Hastings uh, College. A pickup of, well, they're going to say four yards in a play. Second down and six as they give him the 43 yard line. Hastings moving left to right. Here in this second quarter, Hastings with a lead, 7-3 to three over Panhandle State. Hastings is going to go for it. A man is out there. He hangs on to it. Yes, he does out the 20-yard line. That's Jordan Johnson. Makes a nice catch in the ball and hangs on to it, Jimmy down there at the 20-yard line. A first down for Hastings.
12: 36 yards on the pass and reception. Just a beautiful pass thrown by Livingston downwind, and Johnson had just a step on his defender, but a great Reception there in the red zone. Now they've got it the. Now well, they don't have the football on the two yard line. They've got it on the uh, about the twenty yard line officially.
1: Yeah, so a nice uh, play there. Jordan Johnson gets his sixth reception of the 2018 season. Acing's knocking on touchdown door here. They swing the ball out here, and that's going to be wow. It's going to be blowing up here. Taj Willingham is going to be thrown for a seven-yard loss. He came with a, a lot of pressure, and he, he's had a tough time getting rid of the ball. Livingston just uh, tosses it out here, but all kinds of uh, people in the backfield that time, and Willingham has brought down a loss of seven yards in the play.
12: Yeah, that was one there that uh, Clark probably should have just thrown over to the sidelines just to get rid of. That was blown up all over. They were all over top of him, and then uh, when he threw
1: it out to uh Here's Livingston on the option to play. A pitch back comes here to Neesmith. loses one man. Neesmith at the 25, and he's uh, hit down at the 24-yard line. So not much there as he tried to get outside there against this defense for Panhandle State. Now we got an injured player over there on the uh, far side of the field for uh, the Aggies of Panhandle State. and slowing getting up over there as... Uh, Jabrell Alexander, a defensive lineman, a six foot two, two 260-pound senior from Houston, Texas, as he hobbles off with a far side. But now he's looking at third down and 14 yards to go.
12: As I was saying, uh, the play before, this defense is starting to acknowledge when a bat comes out of the backfield. They've been burnt about four times here tonight, and uh, they blew that up with Taj Willingham. So uh, the Broncos uh, went to the well quite a few times, but I think Panhandle's got it figured out.
1: All right, here's a Clark Livingston on third down. Wants to throw the football. He does, and the far side is going to be incomplete. Delivered high over there to the far side of the field. Trying to climb the ladder. It was a man, Calvin Lynn Cook, the second. He couldn't come down with it, and now we're going to have a field goal attempt. And this is going to be uh, Alex Stocknell coming back down. This will be a 41-yarder. He missed a 42-yarder earlier in this football game so this was from 41 yards his first attempt was extremely short the kicked to the other end of the field right here low snap here Stockwell is gonna have a block and It's picked up picked up it's gonna be returned for a touchdown 40 35 30 25 20 15 10 5 touchdown Wow so, so the field goal was blocked and it was picked up there by Panhandle State and returned back the other way. Lucinda Young returns that baby 60 yards for the score. And Panhandle State goes out on top. Now the we us see what was doing. We got a penalty
12: flag in the end zone. I don't I didn't see what
1: took place in the end zone after he uh, crossed the goal line. All right, this might be a timing call. No, they're gonna put the, the nine points up there. So a Blocked field goal, returned for a touchdown here for uh, Panhandle State, and the PAT is uh, pending right here. LaSimba Young was the guy who picked up the ball and returns it back the other way for the score. 60 yards, and now here comes the point after touchdown. Panhandle State is out on top, 9-7. There was a penalty in
12: the uh, white cap. Indicated to the far side what it was. We can't hear it over here, so don't know who it was. If they'll uh, mark it down after the uh, on the kickoff, we'll try to watch where they uh, spot the football down. All right,
1: here comes the extra point. He sees a man late getting into the lineup here. They count. We've got 11 guys. We're ready to go for the extra point here for Panhandle State is the Aggies have come back to grab the lead after Hastings scored the first touchdown of the ball game. Here comes the PAT. It is up there, and the point after is good. So a point after touchdown is good. Big, big play there for a Panhandle State. A blocked field goal with 11 minutes and 29 seconds to play here in the second quarter, and Panhandle State has got the lead. Panhandle State 10, Hastings College 7. You're listening to Bronco Football.
5: Well, thirty K H A S.
1: All right, so a, a field goal attempt was blocked. Returned by Manhandle Stiff. Just like the Aggies have got the
12: go. Yeah, real big. guy. ASIC's really dominating this football up and uh, football game up until that point there comes down to a big special teams play just a lot of penetration the penalty was on panhandle state and hastings uh will get the football on a short kick here
1: all right so they kick it off but hastings can't get much of a return there as it is knocked down with down along the ground and hastings will come back out now at the 25 uh, yard line so hastings has had a a missed field goal from 42 yards and they have one block uh, blocked now returned back the other way for a touchdown and just like that, Panhandle State has got the lead now over Hastings 10-7. to 7.
12: Well, Hastings just needs to get back to business. They've been able to move the football through the air and on the ground against this defense. They just need to get back to basics here, put a good drive together, only trailing by three points. Heck, this was a team that was down 21 to nothing last week. So I, I have no worries here that this team, uh, there's no give up in this squad.
1: I don't think we want to fall behind twenty-one. No, I don't think this so. Team.
12: Not with this team. This is a little better class team than what uh, Peru State does. But uh, Hastings with a couple of wide receivers out right, one
1: to the left side for Clark. Here's uh, Livingston wants to throw the ball. It's going to be behind his intended receiver. Incomplete pass. Trying to get the ball to Xavier McGuire out here at the forty-two yard line. McGuire put on the brakes to trying to reach back to grab it. He couldn't come down with it, so it's an incomplete pass. Second down, ten yards to go. Hastings moving left to right. Here in this second quarter of play, Panhandle State with a lead over Hastings Now The score is 10-7. to Bronco football coming your way tonight here on 1230 KHIS and also online at HastingsLink.com. We're in Goodwell, Oklahoma tonight. Second game of the 2018 season for Hastings College. Livingston wants to throw, looks right, steps up on the pocket, runs with the ball now. Across the 35 to the 37-yard line where he is chopped down right there. Tackle is made in there by uh, Panhandle State. And making the stop on the ball was uh, Benjamin George, another one of the uh, linebackers in there for the Aggies. Picking up on the play of about seven yards for Clark Livingston as he scrambles out of there. Third down and three yards to go. Hastings with the ball at the 37. There's a handoff to Willingham. He stumbles, and now he's going to be ripped down behind the line of scrimmage. And Hastings will have to punt. Look at the uh, gray shirts there. Jasper Smiley was one of the guys to get in there, the junior from Tecumseh, Oklahoma. So, Hastings now goes three plays and out following their their blocked field goal, and now they got to punt the football
12: away. Boy, they had four down linemen already. They stunk a couple of linebackers right up into the hole, and they had tremendous penetration on there. As soon as Willingham got the football, he was met by the first linebacker. Could not get positive yardage, lost a couple, and now Clark in to punt the football away.
1: Here's a uh, driving kick is going to come down here to 25 retreats to the 20 yard line looking for the wall back to the 25 to the 30 35 40 down the sideline 45 look out 50 40 35 30 25 20 and he is uh, knocked down we've got uh, we've got an official's hat we've got a penalty flag down <laughs> I think this is going to come back because
12: the uh, crowd down in front of us although it be Hastings people uh, one of the uh, white jerseys got knocked to their uh, Stomach down there, a big block in the back. We've got another penalty up here at about the 36-yard line, around the line of scrimmage, and that was uh, Anthony Murray hustling all the way downfield to punch the football out of the uh, return man's hands around the 20-yard uh, line. And uh, yeah, we got a we got two flags and a cap, and they're trying to sort this out.
1: Yeah, one of the officials uh, threw the flag and then he threw his uh, hat down here <laughs> upfield. So after you throw your your penalty flag and your hat, I don't know what's 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 next? Well, I was do you gonna see? say you gotta show, throw a shoe, and I have to throw a shoe. <laughs> anyway, they're gonna try to sort this out. Bronco football for you tonight here on twelve thirty K H I S. Hastings trailing Panhandle State now. The score is ten to seven here in the ball game. Taj Willingham scores in the first quarter, and then Panhandle State coming back, getting a field goal and also uh, a blocked field goal attempt return for a touchdown on special teams. They've got to lead 10-7 to 7 now over Hastings. We're down to 10 minutes and three seconds to play here in the second quarter. So all the officials are meeting here at the 35-yard line to trying to sort this out. Well, I know but, they can't be meeting where they're going to have uh, dinner tonight,
12: at no, least in Goodwell.
1: No, there's not a whole lot of places to eat here, we hey, see. I'll
12: buy you a couple of gas station sandwiches. That was all they had in the cooler when we fueled up.
1: All right, so they're going to bring the ball all the way back. And this is going to go on the Panhandle State. So instead of having the ball down here around the Hastings College 15, looks like they're going to be at their own 15-yard line. So talk about a change of field positions right there Panhandle State. Had the ball down here in the red zone of Hastings, and now we're going to walk all the way to the other end of the field and put the ball down at the 15-yard line. That's where the Aggies will start. And this was an NCAA Division II school just uh, two years ago. Last year, went to the NAIA ranks, joined the Sooner Athletic Conference, finished 7 and 3 a year ago. This is a good football team, good football school down here. And Houston's he with a big task here tonight in their second non conference game of the 2018 season.
12: Well, and they got, uh, you talk about a good football team, they got a good football coach. In uh, Russell Gas Camp, this is sixth year. He's uh, compiled a 29-33 and 33 record. And I always like to go in and see uh, if these coaches have had much playing experience. Uh, Russell's got a pretty good resume. He was the starting center for the Texas Longhorns back when Ricky Williams was winning his Heisman Trophy. So he, uh, he not only can play real well, and now we have got what I feared was going to happen as the clouds behind us have gotten really dark and we've got lightning in the area. Just what we needed.
1: Are you kidding me? So we
12: got to wait 30 minutes, and if there's another bolt, we have to wait an additional. It just keeps going every time there's a uh, lightning strike.
1: All right. Just what we wanted to have. Ten minutes and three seconds to play. We're in the second quarter, and now we're going to have a weather delay as uh, a rumble of thunder has a. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty dark south I don't know what
12: direction it's moving but it's uh, it's sliding off we, we hope it does but unfortunately the, uh, the lightning is a little too close so uh, we'll see what happens right. here a monitor out the back door but it's pretty dark
1: alright so uh, we got a weather delay here in Goodwell, Oklahoma as we've got a storm system in the area naturally when there's a lightning in the area It's not so much the uh, rain. We don't care about the rain because we're on on field turf tonight, so we don't care if it rains, but obviously the the lightning in the area is a big concern, and as we have seen uh, several times throughout our uh, many, many seasons here, we've got a weather delay because the officials have pulled both teams off of the field, and we will have a a delay of uh, some time here in Goodwell, Oklahoma. So we'll take a, a breath here. We'll take a break. We'll come back. You're listening to Hastings College Football tonight on 1230 KHS. I had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors
7: doctor suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden, I get a call, and I found out the cancer is moving to your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornchai immediately. I knew about the Morris Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment and then you know, we did a couple more tests down the road with them I and mean, they said things started to turn around a little. It was, uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. <laughs> it was like a weight being lifted. It changes your life every minute for the rest of it. Ronald Faber, and I was treated here at Mary Landing.
4: Mary Landing Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration.
1: Twelve thirty KHAS. Hi, Mike. Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in uh, Goodwell, Oklahoma. Just what we didn't want to see here tonight, Jimmy. That's a uh, weather delay, but that's what we have right now. We've got ten minutes and three seconds to play. In the second quarter, it's a 10-7 to ball game as Panhandle State has come back on Hastings and they've got the lead after the Broncos uh, opened up a 7 to nothing lead in the first quarter. Gosh darn, partner, I didn't mean to
12: jinx us on the way down here. In about our uh, seventh hour of uh, traveling together, I started joking around. I said, huh, wouldn't this be funny if we had a weather delay because the clouds were starting to build from the first storm? Wouldn't it be something if we had a situation happen like that happened at uh, Mitchell last year and we had to come back up and play the game the next day. We're quite a bit farther than Mitchell, South Dakota down here, but uh, this just puts a, a whole a whole kink in the system here, so I'll, I'll take blame for this. I don't know how long this is going to be around. You can look out the door here, and uh, it's pretty dark off to the west, but, I mean, it is, it's really black. To the uh, south of here, so we'll see what uh,
1: what happens. I'll dig up radar again. We'll see how bad it really looks. All right. So again, a weather delay here in Goodwell, Oklahoma, with Hastings College uh, trailing in the ball game by a score of ten to seven. Hopefully, this is not a uh, lengthy weather delay, but uh, we'll keep it right here. Oh boy. <laughs> now, we're just uh, looking at the uh, radar, and there is a lot of heavy precipitation. Around the area, and it looks like, is that moving right toward us? Well, eventually?
12: yeah, it's down in Texas, but it's uh, moving kind of to the north-northeast. Right, so a lot
1: of red, a lot of red in that, baby. There it is again. All right, they're going to update the uh, radar for us. And now it looks like we're going to have uh, some uh, weather delay problems here in this uh, football game. Uh, the rest of the teams in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, they played uh, – Three games this afternoon. Midland was able to beat Mayville State today by a score of fifty-six to twenty. Northwestern they beat uh, Valley City State by a score of twenty-eight to ten. And Dickinson State had no problems with the Jamestown today. They won by a score of fifty-one to nothing. Action tonight. We've got to Dort playing at Waldorf. Hastings uh, College has got this ball game here against the Panhandle State and then uh, Dakota Wesleyan is playing at a uh, presentation college here tonight. So again, it's a 10 to 7 ball game as Hastings College is trailing in this ball game Panhandle State. We'll take a timeout and come back. You're listening to Bronco Football today on 1230 KHS. Twelve thirty, KHAS. We've got ten minutes and three seconds to play in the second quarter. Houston's is trailing Panhandle State by a score of ten to seven. So Jimmy not only have the uh, emptied the field full of uh, players, it looks like they're going to they're going to move uh, the fans. Also out of the area, now we hear uh, sirens. I don't know if that's uh, related to the weather or not, but we got sirens all over the place now here in the Goodwill, Oklahoma, as we uh, look over our left shoulder where the storm is moving in from. So they're not only, they've got the 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 fans now starting to file toward the X's here. The teams are already into their respective locker rooms, and this might be a uh, lengthy weather delay here tonight.
12: Well, you look at the uh, the radar. I just pulled it up on my phone, and, yeah, it's very, very dark. Uh, a lot of red, a lot of lot of green. Looks ugly. Took the headset off and walked out onto the top row of the bleachers. And, yeah, it's uh, definitely a, a pretty powerful storm moving into the area, a lot of thunder, and uh, I'd seen there was a, a lightning strike that was within four miles of the area here, so that's obviously why they pulled everybody off the field and uh, going to move them uh, out of the stadium. We will stay here. We'll be dry. I don't know what more we can we can do. We'll hang on, and, uh, hey, we'll ride the storm out. But uh, the Broncos trailed this football game 10-3 to with 10.03 left to go. Uh, right at the end of the first quarter, the Broncos with 99 yards of total offense and uh, Panhandle State with just 61, but they were able to get that uh, blocked Field goal attempt and to take that downfield. That's the difference here in the game.
1: All right, Todd Willingham got the scoring going for Hastings. A one-yard touchdown run with 5:58 to play in the first quarter. Hastings had a seven-to-nothing lead. First play in the second quarter, uh, Panhandle State hits on a 24-yard field goal from a Agarno Villarreal, making it a seven-to-three ball game. Hastings next possession, they went for a 42-yard field goal. It was picked off. It was uh, blocked and it was uh, taken back the other way by Jawan uh, Purifoy officially. He goes uh, 70 yards for the uh, return on the blocked fuel goal. The extra point was good, so that's the way we stand out. 10-7, Panhandle State has got to lead over Hastings College. By the way, the Nebraska football team is getting ready to kick off uh, with the Akron Zips in Lincoln, and uh as soon as we run down some scores for you, what we're going to do, we're going to join the Nebraska Sports Network. We will bring you the action with uh, Nebraska and Akron coming up here in uh, just a little bit. And as soon as we resume action here in Goodwell, Oklahoma, we'll get you back to uh, the Hastings College football game. If uh, anything uh, happens uh, in the in the meantime, we'll definitely let you know about it uh, here on 1230 KHIS. But... Uh, we'll get you into the Nebraska Akron game. In the meantime, we'll wait, uh, wait out, which could be a, a lengthy weather delay here tonight. We'll get you the uh, Husker game, so you're not going to miss any of the action. Uh, some of the uh, scores we might pass along to you. Boise State is uh, leading Troy at halftime. The score is 35 to seven. Notre Dame has jumped out on top of Michigan, seven to nothing is the score there. Elsewhere, Clemson today has beaten uh, Furman by the score of 48-7. Georgia winners over Austin P 45 to nothing. Ohio State wins over Oregon State 77-31 today. Auburn 21 and Washington 16. Oklahoma wins over Florida Atlantic 63-14. Penn State over Appalachian State. The score was 45-38 in overtime today. usc has uh, beaten Nevada-Las Vegas 43-21, TCU over Southern 55-7, West Virginia 40, Tennessee 14, Maryland 34, and Texas 29. A big upset there as Maryland knocks off Texas 34-29. to So that brings you up to date on the top 25 college football scores. Again, Nebraska getting ready to kick things off against the Akron Zips, debut for uh, Scott Frost, kickoff just a couple of minutes away. We will send you to Lincoln, to uh, Memorial Stadium, get you uh, the start of the Husker game. And as soon as we get back to action here in uh, Goodwell, Oklahoma, we'll come back and uh, get you the remainder of the Hastings College and Panhandle State football game here tonight on 1230 KHS. So right now we'll send you to Memorial Stadium in Lincoln for Nebraska and the Akron Zips
5: and promotes these activities.
1: Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert. Second down and nine yards to go. The line of scrimmage is the 41-yard line of a panhandle state. Aggies are moving from our right to our left here in the second quarter of play with two minutes and 26 seconds to play until halftime. Here's a pass delivered up over there. It's going to be deflected and then uh, caught over there on the far sideline. That was uh, deflected. Now they're going to say, was it was he in inbounds or out of bounds over there in the far side, right in front of the Panhandle State's bench? They're going to say he was in inbounds at the 47-yard line, so a pickup there of six yards on the play on the uh, deflection. Third down now and about to three yards to go. The ball is out here at the 46-yard line. You've got R.J. RG, RG Stevens down in the backfield with Ramon. Uh, Ramon's going to back up. Here comes the pressure. He throws it. It's going to be uh, cradled down here. Did he hang on to it? No. Down around his uh, kneecaps there. That was uh, Jake Martinez trying to come up with the reception there for Panhandle State. He couldn't do it. He's the sophomore out of Ada, Oklahoma, and now Panhandle State, Jimmy, is going to be forced to punt the football away on fourth down and three.
12: Martinez, a little speedster out there, five foot eight, but Got Ostendorf on back. him again, and that one there was just uh, slightly underthrown. Ostendorf stayed with him uh, as well as he could, and now we're going to have a, a punting situation. Hastings College defense stops. I believe that's going to be uh,
1: that's Murray, that back, Murray there?
12: back there deep.
1: Yep, Anthony Murray stands at his own 11-yard line. Here comes the kick. For Panhandle State, Murray looks up. Murray is going to let it bounce here. And now at the last wow. second, he grabs the ball. Boy, he's going to get an earful. Somebody's going to be in his ear when he comes to the uh, sidelines. Jimmy. Mean, that was, uh, he had like three, he had three Panhandle State players around in the ball was uh, rolling to him, and all of a sudden he reaches out, he grabs the ball there at the 11-yard line.
12: He's met there by the little guy in the black shirt, Tony Harper. Meets him and wants to know why he was doing that. He had no reason to be jumping on that football. That was just going to be doom if uh, that thing goes on a fumble, and now Hastings takes over at their own 12-yard line.
1: Livingston is going to take a shot downfield. Jordan Johnson is out there, and he can't make the catch at the 48-yard line. They go for the home run ball down the far sideline. Johnson had a step on his man, but he couldn't grab the ball out here. It was overthrown, incomplete pass. There's a lot of confusion going on in Lincoln now. We got an update from uh, uh, Huskers' uh, website now. It says uh, tonight's game has been canceled and will not be played on Sunday. Check huskers.com for uh, more information. So we'll double check that. Uh, All kinds of misinformation is being uh, distributed out from Memorial Stadium. Asings College with a completed pass out here to the 18-yard line as they get the ball again to uh, Tyler Miller. So Clark Livingston has come out, Jimmy, and he's uh, firing away here since the the weather delay. Asings has got a minute and 37 seconds to play here in the second quarter. The Broncos are trailing by a score of 17-13. to 13.
12: Clark's having a good night, 154 yards, and now we've got uh, the line judge running in, going to stop play here. We'll see what they I don't see – I didn't see uh, Coach Gass uh, signal
1: for a timeout. No, I think they just had to uh, reset the uh, play clock or something over there. Everything is uh, – well, now the play clock is stuck, I think, at uh, nine seconds. Yeah, the play clock is not uh, functioning down here. I got
12: water in it like we do in our press box.
1: Yeah, we're not in what you might call a uh, weatherproof press box for some reason. <laughs> I'm fearful with all the cords and electrical stuff we got sitting around.
12: During the delay, I shoved the power cord, uh, power source, all the way up to the wall
1: there. Here's Livingston, throws the ball again to the far sideline. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get the ball to uh, Johnson over there on a third and seven. That one was thrown wide of the target, so now Hastings will have to punt on a fourth down and seven from their own 16-yard line with a minute and 36 seconds to play. Again, I think we're going to have a halftime, Jimmy, but it's not going to be the uh, full duration halftime is what they were talking about. So we won't have much of a halftime break coming up here. Hastings will punt. Here comes the pressure, and Livingston gets it away. It's going to be out near the midfield stripe. It's going to take a Hastings bounce at the 50, across that 50-yard line to the 45, still rolling down to the 44-yard line. And that's where uh, Panhandle State will start, first down and 10, on their own 44. Again, their best player, their best running back, Orlando Heyman, went out on the last series. So we will see if he uh, returns to the field. He did walk off under his own power over there after he was down for a time out there.
12: Nope, he's not going to come out. That's going to be Stevens, the, uh, the bigger back. I've been looking. They've got a lot of people on that far sideline. It's tough to pick him out to see if he's on the bench or uh, what they're uh... – Actually working on.
1: I right, Braden Ramon is the quarterback. He's going to have that R.J. Stevens in the backfield. Just sent up to his uh, right side. Now they give the ball away to Stevens as he fights for some yardies there across the 42-yard line to about the 43. Not much of a gain whatsoever there for R.J. Stevens, a redshirt freshman out of Mobile, Alabama. A better than seven seconds to play here in the second quarter. Hastings is trailing Panhandle State by a score of seventeen to thirteen. Braden Ramon, the uh, senior out of San Antonio, Texas, the quarterback, six foot two hundred and five pounder for Panhandle State, again they give the ball away to Stevens, and he's tripped up there as he gets to the forty-six yard line. Tackle made in there by Hastings College and making the stop for the Broncos on defense that time for Hastings. It's going to be. Uh, Double check this. I think that was uh, Oberheide making the uh, stop there for uh, Asings College. Now we got an injured Bronco down here. Now we got an injured Bronco down at about the same spot as uh, the previous injury down here at the 46-yard line. Is there something wrong with the turf right there, Jimmy, or I know, what?
12: I don't know. I think that's Cornelius Barber down on his back, and
1: no, he I, sings. I, don't,
12: I, I can speculate. I can speculate there. there's trainers out there, but he's uh, grabbing a hold of an area of his uh, body that uh, could have been very painful if he caught a, a foot or a heel or something, so to speak.
1: All right, 42 seconds to play here in the second quarter. we got another injury timeout here. We will take a break with a score of Panhandle State 17, Hastings 13. You're listening to Bronco
8: Football. 12:30 KHAS.
1: Hi, Mike. Will Jimmy Purcell back in Goodwell, Oklahoma tonight? Hastings College football in 12:30 KHAS. Hastings scored first with 5:58 to play in the first quarter on a one-yard run from Taj Willingham. Vanhandle State then uh, hit on a 24-yard field goal, first play of the second quarter. They then blocked a Hastings College attempted field goal. And returned it 70 yards for a touchdown to go out on top 10-7. to seven. Had the 2-hour and 45-minute rain delay. Since then, Panhandle State has scored on an 11-yard touchdown pass. And Hastings has come right back with a 6-yard touchdown pass. And we said it's 17-13. to 13. Here with uh, just 29 seconds to play in the second quarter as they bring uh, Barber to the sideline now for Hastings. Maurice McDonald should be in his spot now at the outside linebacker spot for the Broncos. So it's third down and nine yards to go here for Panhandle State. They're in their own territory, and again, they've got the 17-13 lead. There's a handoff as they bring it across the 45 out to the 49-yard line. That's Carlos Rensburg. Carrying the ball there, he's the uh, third tailback used by Panhandle State, trying to get outside. He gets about uh, three, four yards in the play. It's going to bring up a fourth down situation We're under 10 seconds to play. I think Panhandle State will just allow the uh, time to expire here in this uh, second quarter as we have reached the end of the first half of play. So it is halftime here tonight. Hastings College is uh, trailing Panhandle State by a score, of 17 to 13 we'll take a break and come back you're listening to bronco football
6: i was born and raised here in hastings nebraska my mom was in and out of hospitals since the age i was two and i lost her when i was six every time i walked past that room the memories i had with her and being with her has helped me be a more empathetic caregiver it's an honor to be in the presence of people that took care of my mom they made me feel always at home and again like I was an extension of them. I am the person I am today because of them. You cannot teach compassion, you cannot teach empathy. That's something that's just a part of you. If I can just make a difference in one person's life, then I've, I've done my job. This is just the way that we care for our patients here and their families. I'm Megan Marble, Nursing Quality and Improvement Advisor at Mary Lanning
14: Healthcare.
4: Mary Lining Healthcare, your care,
3: our inspiration. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a Lugger of affair or pile it on. Build it your way weekdays 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. with the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available too at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd across from the Water Park, Hastings.
8: Twelve
5: thirty, KHAS.
1: All right, back here in uh, Goodwell, Oklahoma. Officially at halftime tonight, but this will not be your uh, normal halftime. We've got just uh, a five-minute break in between here. It's a seventeen-thirteen ball game. Hastings is uh, Hastings College is trailing the Aggies of Panhandle State.
12: Your uh, halftime stats brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For uh, Panhandle State on the uh, half of football, it's been a wacky half of football, so to speak. But uh, Ramon, the quarterback, has gone all the way. His number, 6 of 15, 106. He has one touchdown, that coming from 11 yards out here after the weather delay. The Bronco rush defense has played very well. 15 carries, just 61 yards against the Aggies. So 30 offensive plays, 167 yards. Their uh, leading ball carrier is uh, Omar Heyman who uh, went out with an injury. He uh, has six carries and 19 yards, seven first downs, and four penalties for the Aggies. For Hastings College, in that half of football, Clark Livingston uh, goes all the way so far, 14 of 21 for Clark, 154 yards, no touchdowns and no interceptions. The Broncos have rushed it 24 times for 106 yards, so 45 offensive plays, 260 yards for the Bronco offense. Taj Willingham leading the way, 17 carries, 76 yards. Taj on his way to have another good night. He run for 130 Five and a touchdown last week against Peru State. So off to a, a good start. Receiving uh, leaders is uh, Tyler Murray, three catches and 29 yards. Anthony Murray has five catches, excuse me, four catches, and 28 yards, just one yard shy of uh, Miller. Broncos with 11 first downs in that first half, just three penalties And that will round out the uh, numbers for Hastings College in this uh, first half of action. Again, both teams still on the field. We're not going to be taking any big breaks. We had that in that weather delay. The officials uh, talking in the middle of the field. And I think, what, we've got a minute and 12 seconds, the clock counting here, till we uh, get the third quarter up and rolling again to get this baby going.
1: Again, uh, the last word that we received from Lincoln tonight, the game has now been canceled. Initially, they said the game would be played at 10.30 tomorrow between Nebraska and Akron. The latest word we got from uh, the Huskers was that the game is going to be canceled, and Nebraska will officially open uh, their season next week against Colorado. So they've had weather problems in Lincoln. Initially, they said it was a 10.30 start tomorrow. And then all of a sudden, uh, five, ten minutes later, they say the game has been canceled. So I don't yeah, know who's pulling the uh, strings there in Lincoln. but They've had a
12: lot of he said, she said stuff going on in Lincoln there. And uh, we've seen some uh, video footage and pictures from Lincoln with the uh, rainfall and the lightning. That, uh, that was wicked. We didn't have it near that bad down here. But it was bad enough to keep the teams off the field for well over two hours. And now we're uh, back into action. The Broncos uh, with a 17-13 deficit. Broncos have been able to move the football fairly easy. Boy, that one play, that uh, block field goal really looms big right now as they uh, blocked a Stogdale field goal attempt and took it a uh, distance for a touchdown, and uh, that's where we
1: set right now and
12: getting ready to get this third quarter back uh, underway.
1: So I mean, this is kind of a, an odd night. By the way, you mentioned the, the teams during the, the weather break. They, they made an order to the... The local McDonald's for like 160 <laughs> hamburgers. 160 hamburgers yeah. were uh, delivered out here to the, uh, the team.
12: Sam uh, Raleigh's family yeah. that uh, are that are from uh, the Edmond, Oklahoma area uh, made their way over here. Well, we was down there with Sam. Sam, by the way, his parents travel all this way to watch him play, and he gets hurt on the opening kickoff. So, But he was down there, and he said, yeah, my dad ordered 160 cheeseburgers for the football team, so they went to uh, Guyman." picked them up and uh, brought them back here and a uh, nice uh, gesture there by the uh, the Raleigh family. They're sitting down in front of us now with ponchos mm-hmm. and sweatshirts on. It's gotten very cool here this evening in uh, Goodwill, Oklahoma. Now Hastings College is going to kick off here to start this uh, second half and going to be a uh, kick down the uh, left side about the 15-yard line. Yeah,
1: here's Hudson bringing the ball back 20-25. He brings it out to the 30-yard line still on his feet. Tackle him, 35 to the 36-yard line. The Broncos had uh, some arms on him, Jimmy, but uh, mcgraw hudson brings the ball back. A junior reserve wide receiver bringing the ball back there from McKinney, Texas, and the third quarter is underway, so uh, Panhandle State has got the ball. They're in their own territory. They'll work from our left to our right here in this third quarter of play. It's now uh, 17-13. Panhandle State has got the ball. Now a penalty flag on the far side of the field and they're going to bring this one back to put the ball down at the 22 yard line i think the one
12: thing that's big here to start this second half and this is uh, as you said going to be a strange night not a lot of time to make adjustments at halftime like a lot of coaches do but i think it's big that the broncos can get a stop here this team of panhandle state has some tremendous athletes probably the best set of uh, athletes on a football team we probably will see all season long so it's going to be a uh, a plus for the Broncos to stay uh, fairly close in this ball game.
1: Orlando Heyman is back into the ballgame and running back after being shaken up in the first half. There's a pass out here. It's going to be incomplete. Pass was thrown low. Well, Hudson... Was the intended receiver out here at about the uh, 36 or 37-yard line. In between uh, the weather break and everything, we had a chance to talk with uh, Tony. He said this is probably the most athletic bunch we'll see other than uh, maybe Morningside this year.
12: Yeah, he had, and that's a big statement. But he said, yeah, maybe close between Morningside and this team. But he goes, this has got, they've got a bunch of studs on this team. And uh, look at a second down and long. Three wide receivers on the right side for Panhandle.
1: There's a handoff to... Uh, Heyman inside, and he's going to be drugged down immediately there by the Broncos. That's a Kante Kinney hops on his back there just as he got to the line of scrimmage and rode him around like one of those uh, rodeo guys there. Yeah, we didn't get to honor the rodeo
12: team at halftime uh, for obvious reasons, but again, uh, national champs here. Those guys probably uh,
1: teach uh, some of these uh, football players how to get on and ride. They're down and uh, nine yards to go. Here's Ramon wants to throw it to the near side. That ball is going to be incomplete off of the finger of Hudson. And he's uh, delivered a little shot there by uh, Darren Scott of Hastings just for a good measure. Of time time the Broncos are hitting on defense here tonight. They really are. You go back to that tackle that Kenny made. That was just a, a straight p- draw play right up the middle. But
12: Kenny hit him, rocked him pretty good, brought him down. And then that one there, the ball was just over top. They outstretched the hands. Of uh, the receiver, and, yeah, Darren Scott put a big old hit on him. I thought, oh, boy, going to be a little jawing down there, but uh, both players slap each other on the helmets, and away we go. A big defensive stand, fourth and nine. Broncos are going to get good field position here, or I should say should. It's going to be uh,
1: That's Murray, Murray back, there back, again.
12: back inside the uh, 50-yard line.
1: All right, Murray goes over to try to uh, grab it. He's not going to get there. I do not believe he's going to roll down the far sideline and stays in bounds. That's going to be uh, blown down at about the 29 yard line. So Murray got over there, but he didn't dare pick that baby up. That's blown down at the 29 yard line, and Hastings will have the ball first time. Here in the second half, if you're just uh, joining us, you were just uh, going home from your favorite uh, uh, favorite establishment tonight and want to know what the heck is going on. We had a two-hour and 45-minute weather delay because of rain and lightning here in Goodwill, Oklahoma, and we're just now getting started in the second half. So grab a cool one and enjoy the the, uh, rest of the night here tonight. Hastings is trying to come back. They're trailing this ballgame by a score of 17 to 13. Clark throws the ball to be swatted in the air and almost picked off here at the uh, line of scrimmage. Swatted in the air and almost uh, picked off there by Panhandle State. Kalon Gardner nearly picked the ball out of the air for a panhandle, but it falls to the turf. That was uh, yet another
12: linebacker in there. You watch how they crowd the line of scrimmage. They can almost read what Clark's got to uh, go And one of the linebackers able to get their hand on that football. That uh, escaped a disastrous interception. That would have been a bad one. But uh, Clark and the troops back up the line of scrimmage. Second down and 10. Ball at the 29. 13.55 left to go here in third quarter.
1: They're going to hand the ball away. That's a Smith as he spins away from one guy. But look at the green shirts on top of him or the, uh, the gray shirts. Neesmith got away from one guy, but he had about to four others pounced right on top of him right at the line of scrimmage back here at the 25-yard line. Going to get some help here. This is going to be offsides
12: against Panhandle State. Yeah. So,
1: Where's that penalty flag? Over oh. here right in front of the Bronco bench. That's the problem. All right, so a penalty flag here. A five-yard penalty marched off against Panhandle State. Second down and now five yards to go. The ball is brought out here to the 33-yard line. Aces is trailing in this ballgame on a score of 17-13. to That's going to be Tyree Neesmith in the backfield now behind Clark Livingston. Clark wants to throw it, throws it near side. Johnson grabs the ball at the 40. Stiffs arms the man oh. at the 45-yard line and brought down out here at about the 49. tackle is made in there by the Young. Redshirt freshman out of Johnson, Mississippi. But that should be enough for a first down. It is as they move the sticks out here to the 49-yard line. Boy, and Johnson drew one-on-one
12: coverage and uh, the pass from Livingston right on the money. And if Johnson could have shook that guy, we've seen his speed here uh, tonight in this football game. That would have been a foot race to a touchdown. But he picks up the necessary yardage for a first down, 11-yard catch and run up towards
1: midfield. Here comes a Miller in motion now. Livingston is going to throw it across the middle. It's going to be caught here. Short gain to the 46-yard line as Anthony Martinez grabbing the ball for He sings a reception there as they move it across the midfield stripe. Gets it down to the 46-yard line of Panhandle State. 12:49 to play in the third quarter. He sings is trailing Panhandle. The score is 17-13. Wide receivers again. Back to a pair of them go to the left side and a pair to the right side of the formation. Livingston wants to throw again. He does near his side, out of bounds. They get it over here to a Miller, and he uh, scoots himself out of bounds down here at about the 39-yard line. And that's going to be enough for another Bronco first down. Clark's having a good day throwing the ball tonight.
12: 177 yards now on 25 pass attempts. He's getting some good protection back there from that offensive line. But he's delivering the football here in the later stages. He took a sack here uh, early in this football game, and I think they told him he's got to get rid of the football quicker. And he's really done that. He's delivered it quick to
1: his receivers, and they picked up some nice five, six, seven-yard gains. There's another uh, pass play comes on the near side and right down the sideline. That's Miller again. Miller across the 30 to the 25, and he's out of bounds. Notice all the stuff that the uh, Clark is throwing. Jimmy is like a two-step drop, and he's firing. He's not holding on to the ball. It's all quick stuff here. He's letting his wide receivers do the uh, damage here tonight. And Hastings has got another first down down here at the uh, Panhandle State 24-yard line. Boy, and I tell you what,
12: Tyler Miller is going to be a thorn in a lot of teams' uh, sides. Just a freshman. He's made some tremendous catches here tonight.
1: He comes in motion down to the near side. They swing it out there. It's going to be grabbed. And, oh, he's upended. That's a up upended over there at the 28-yard line. And over there defensively for a Panhandle State was Dia Dury Fights. Yeah, he's a sophomore out of Dallas, five foot 160-pounder, big-time hit. Down he goes and a loss of a couple of yards into play. We've seen some big-time hits in this ballgame tonight. Yeah, there's going to be some uh, sore bodies on both sides of the field. Been a hard, hard physical football game. Second down and 12 yards to go. Livingston again, wants to throw. Fires it. It's going to be off with the fingertips of his intended receiver. Oh, that was. Let's see. That was Terrence McIntyre who's into the ball game there for Hastings. McIntyre. Couldn't come up with it. Now we got another injured player down there for uh, Panhandle State. Whew,
12: I'm going to tell you, he makes that catch. It was a slant pattern in towards the middle of the field, and it was right at our angle. And there would have been only one guy for McIntyre to meet. And unfortunately, that uh, just went right through his uh, right through his hands like a grease pig. And they'll tend to the uh, defensive back down there at about the 14 uh, yard line. Now well, that's a feist.
1: Dia Drelli fights is the uh, guy down there at about the uh, 14-yard line. Bronco football for you tonight here on 1230 KHS and also online at HastingsLink.com. Again, a 2-hour and 45-minute rain delay here tonight. The game uh, was stopped at the 10:03 mark of the second quarter, a 2-hour and 45-minute rain delay, and now we're into the third quarter with 11 minutes and 10 seconds to play in this uh, third quarter, and Hastings is trailing in the ball game on a score of 17 to 13. Fiennes is on his feet now. He's going to walk off of the field here, and uh, Finds will be replaced back there by Reese Peterson. Should be the next guy out there. The six-foot, 195-pound sophomore out of Manville, Texas. But Hastings has moved the ball down the field again there. Approaching the red zone. We've got her down here at the 26-yard line. Acing's trailing in this ballgame on a score of 17-13. to 13. Ball's on the far side, hash mark. Two wide receivers split out to the left side. Here comes a man in motion out of the near side. Clark Livingston waiting on the snap. Clark has got it. He backs up throws it. That's Jordan Johnson. Hangs on to the bar. Makes a great catch down here at the 14-yard
12: line. Boy, that was a fantastic catch by Johnson. He lined up on the uh, near side of the field outside the numbers and just run that slant pattern that uh, they had run the prior play. And he had to go climb the ladder to get that one. But he held on to it. Took a shot from a couple of defensive backs and picked up 11 yards on that catch. And now it's uh, fourth down here. Fourth and short. Broncos uh, appear to be well, oh, they were going to be going for it, I believe, uh, Bronco timeout.
1: Who called the timeout, guys? They signal a timeout. Anyway, there's the uh, timeout signal. The timeout is called by Hastings. So the Broncos called the timeout on the fourth and one. This timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll have more after this.
3: Someone once said,
1: If you build it, they will
3: come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from eleven in the morning until nine at night. You choose from a lighter affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, eleven a.m. until nine p.m. with the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West Second, across from the water park Hastings.
1: Twelve thirty, KHAS. Fourth down and one, and there's Clark Livingston running the quarterback keeper around the right, and he's going to have the first down for Hastings. Boy,
12: Livingston, what a great job there. He had wide receivers, two to the left and three to the right side. He got the snap and kind of looked like he was going to fake pitch it to uh, Taj coming out of the backfield. He just cuts it up underneath the defensive end, picks up nearly four yards down to the 14-yard line, first and 10, 10 10-19 and counting here in the third quarter. Broncos trail 17-13.
1: All right, so he seems we're going to get a fresh set here on a first down. Now when Neesmith is into the ball game, Clark wants to throw the ball. He's got time. He fires it. It's going to be incomplete. Fires it into the end zone. It was uh, incomplete. The intended receiver there for Hastings College was Xavier McGuire on a little uh, slant to the center portion of the end zone down there. McGuire couldn't come up with it. It was delivered high. So second down now, second down and 10 yards to go. The ball is down here at the 14-yard line officially. Good
12: rush coming in there on Livingston, just wisely through that to where really, no defender could get to the football, and only uh, Zave could have a chance to pick that up. But it just passed his arm, second down and
1: 10. Again, Livingston wants to throw, stands in the pocket, steps up, now throws it. The ball is going to be caught and then dropped at the five yard line. That was uh, Miller, Tyler Miller. He had it momentarily in his hands at the five, but they dropped it. Now he Hastings is looking at third down. And 10 yards to go from the 14. Again, He-Sings is trailing by four here in this third quarter. It's 17-13. And now the uh, play is being uh, signaled in here on the near sideline. Third down and 10 yards to go. He-Sings with the ball at the 14-yard line of Panhandle State. Here's Livingston again. He wants to throw the football. He does into the end zone. Uh, crowded area over here. It's going to be off for the fingertips again. Of Xavier Maguire and a couple of guys over here, two Broncos and about four Panhandle State defenders in the corner of the end zone. And now on fourth down and ten yards to go, the drive sputters, and now Hastings will have to uh, attempt a field goal coming up here.
12: Well, and this has been a uh, a big problem here tonight. Hastings has really struggled. We'll check uh, if that's Stoggs. Yeah, it's got the knee brace on. Stogs had a. Uh, He's had not a very good night. He's still feeling the effects of that that knee injury from last year.
1: This is a 31-yard field goal attempt for Alex Stongel. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick heads for the uprights. It is good. So Stonkle has missed on a 42-yarder. He had a 41-yard field goal blocked for a touchdown, but now he comes back and hits on a 31-yard field goal here. The ball hastings within one point. Nine minutes and 50 seconds to play. In the third quarter, we'll take a break with the score. Panhandle State 17, Hastings 16. 1230 KHAS. Hastings hey, College football for you here tonight on 1230 KHAS and online. HastingsLink.com 1716. Panhandle State has got the lead over Hastings College tonight.
12: Broncos putting up some good numbers offensively, 308 yards of total offense unofficially, 201 off the arm of Clark Livingston. He's had a uh, pretty
1: good night. High kickoff here by Hastings, going to be fielded at 11. That's uh, Hudson bringing the ball back, back to the 20, 25, 30, 35 to the 37-yard line. Well, Hudson carrying the ball back here for Panhandle State, so pretty good field position again for the Aggies. And They will uh, start this drive here in the third quarter. Now Hudson is a little slow in getting up. It's like He's got a
12: cramp on his right leg, but that is a guy that is electrifying. Of course, we cannot get the ball past about the 10-yard line, and he's running up into it with momentum. With the speed he's got, he's going to uh, break several kickoffs. Let's hope we get through the rest of this game without having him take one to the house, but he's got some tremendous speed.
1: All right, so Panhandle State will come back out. They've got a one-point lead over Hastings in this third quarter. And in the ball game now, running back is going to be Carlos Rensberg. He's the third running back here, using this offense for the Aggies. Three wide receivers will flood the left side of the field. The pass across the middle is going to be incomplete. <laughs> out here to the uh, 38-yard line, it was an incomplete pass. The intended receiver was Barbarino, Seth Barbarino, the sophomore out of Amarillo, Texas. Hastings was right there defensively.
12: Yeah, and Keontae Kenny putting a lot of pressure, getting a hand right up. Up in the face of Ramon and uh, distracting him on that uh, pass. Incomplete, second down okay. and 10.
1: Braden Ramon, your quarterback here for Panhandle State, a senior out of San Antonio, Texas. He fakes the ball. and He's still got it. He rolls to his left. He unloads it downfield. The man is out there and is going to be thrown out of bounds. Thrown out of bounds over there. hasing has got some good pressure inside again. That was a uh, Kendall Oberheide, I think, was coming from his uh, backside there.
12: Josh Stanzel on coverage on the uh, far side. And that ball there with all the momentum of the quarterback, Ramon, just uh, tossed that out of bounds. So uh, going to bring up third and 10. Is there a penalty flag? or? I don't know what the holdup is. Ineligible receiver downfield. See, we can't see any of that. We're on the, the far side of the field. They signal all that to the main press box. And uh, that was the signal. Ineligible receiver downfield. So that's the seventh penalty. On the Aggies here tonight and going to break up a uh, third down and ten.
1: Yeah, he sings that declines the penalty because of the incomplete pass. So, third down and ten yards to go. Ramon backs up again, looks right, throws right. The pass is going to be incomplete. Wow. Again, trying to get the ball to uh, Barberino. Right job. here at the hash mark on this near sideline. The ball is incomplete and... Can handle state. Jimmy goes three plays and out. Hastings will get the ball back and a lot of pressure again from uh, overheidi there to get in. Uh,
12: get in and put some pressure on Ramon. And Barbarino had a drop. That one there should have been caught up around midfield. Now we'll see Murray drop back. He'll stand at about his own 35-yard line to field this punt. Broncos have crawled back in. They trail by one, 17-16, 9.28 left to go here in quarter number three.
1: All right, Lyman scrimmage at 37. Here comes the pressure. Hastings can't get there. They angle the ball over the far side. It's going to be picked up here by Murray. Murray's at a 25, and Murray goes down at the 25-yard line. Ooh, hang on to that football. Yeah, especially down here. All right, so Hastings will get the ball back the last time they – Got a 31 yard field goal from Alex Stondel to pull within a one point at 17 16. Hastings has been able to move the ball, Jimmy, well, against this uh, Panhandle State defense. Yeah, on screen passes
12: and slant patterns, they were very successful. They've only run it one time here in this uh, third quarter of action as everything has been off the arm of Clark Livingston. We'll see if they elect to do that. Going to be a couple receivers out to the right side, one to the left side, and I believe Taj in the backfield.
1: He's going to get the call here. Taj Willingham, he angles off of the right side and he picks up a couple of yards on the play before he is brought down. The two-yard gain, there's a lot of jaw yeah. going on between the two teams all of a sudden. They had that delay. It's like a bunch of Tigers put into a cage.
12: Well, I think that was McGuire, uh, McGuire getting downfield and uh, hit a defensive back, kind of a cheap shot, because Taj had already gone down and he started jawing, and Jordan Johnson had to kind of pull him apart. You're going to see a lot of that, I think, here before this game's over.
1: Second down and eight yards to go. The line of scrimmage is a 27. Clark wants to throw it again, throws a far side. It's going to be incomplete, and I think a penalty flag is down. Yeah, a penalty flag came uh, in there on the play. Might be a. Uh, Pass interference call, and we'll see what they got here. Penalty flag is down on the, an incomplete pass on second down and eight yards to go.
12: Now the official's trying to get his uh, his microphone to work on the far
1: side. Everything is wet from the, the range or something. That's going to be a penalty on Hastings. They march off a penalty on Hastings. Hold looks in. like a holding call on the Broncos. So a holding call on the Broncos. That's going to bring the ball back here to about the 16-yard line. Eight minutes and 38 seconds to play. You're in the third quarter in Goodwell, Oklahoma tonight. We're at the Anchor D Stadium. No man's land in the Goodwell, Oklahoma is what they call this place. There's a running play. Todd spins away from one defender, and he's going to be knocked down by about three others. Tosh Willingham is knocked down in the play. That play was uh, blown up almost just as Willingham got the handoff. Not much there. Now Hesing looking at a third down and long situation here in their own territory. Yeah,
12: Tosh had no chance to get any forward momentum going on that one as there was defenders uh, draped on him after Livingston handing him the football. So going to be a couple of yard loss here. Going to bring up
1: third and 19 now, the ball back at the 15-yard line. Let's be careful here. Down passing situation, Hastings has got three wide receivers to the left side of the formation, one wide receiver to the right, Livingston backs up, he's got time, he throws it near side, Jordan Johnson, falls down to play, the ball is intercepted, 10 50 he's into the end zone for a touchdown, Simba Young picks off the ball,
12: Johnson, now hold
1: on now here, hold on, here. Hold I think they're,
12: they're going to rule him
1: down, I think, down where, he didn't go down, the step out of bounds. Well,
12: the Hastings College coaches are pointing down over here. Johnson had fallen down. I don't know whether they had contact with him when he I don't know. We're going to get a get a ruling here.
1: Yeah, Johnson, he was making a cut to the sidelines and he was he fell down in the play and uh LaSimba Young stepped right in front of him and picked it off. And now I think they're going to give the ball back to Hastings here. They're going to give the ball back to Hastings. So a big break for the Broncos here. That one was returned for a touchdown from the 30 yard line. And they're going to mark off the yardage on the way out here. What is. They're going to put the ball down at the 41 yard line.
12: I, I never seen a flag down. Boy, that. And of course, we can't see the signal from the white cap.
1: So all right, Hastings is going to have the ball. No,
12: no, 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 no. Nope. They're going to give the football to Panhandle State at the 40-yard line is what they're going to do. So they're going to they're going to say that he stepped out of bounds at the 40. I still don't think that's where he stepped out of bounds at, but an interception for Livingston.
1: All right, so Panhandle State has got the ball. They handed it away here. Running play across the 40 down to about the 39-yard line. That is uh Remsburg. So Again, they had the the interception. Now we got another penalty flag down.
12: Well, we go back to that interception for uh, Livingston, really not uh, his fault. Threw that ball there. Johnson trying to adjust to get back to the football, slipped on the turf, and then the defender had just an easy interception there. And Now we have not uh, got a a call on this, but uh, it appears that Panhandle State's going in reverse. Chop block is the indication
1: now. All right, so, Panhandle State gonna be brought back across the 50-yard line to about the 46. Seven minutes and 46 seconds to play. This has been a strange night all the way around.
12: It really has be a good place for a sack or a a pick six right here.
1: Here's uh Braden Ramon. He's got wide receivers all over the place here on first down and 25 yards to go. But now he's looking to the far sideline. Might be changing the play here again. Still got seven seconds on the play clock. Ramon waiting, waiting. Now he's got it. Now he hands the ball away. Now the ball is loose, and Ramon falls back on top of the back here at the 39-yard line.
12: Big, big shot. Austin Bredding getting in there and hitting the uh, running back, popping the ball loose. Boy, that could have been a big turnover, but Ramon, Johnny on the spot, dives on top of the football at the 40-yard line. So it's going to bring up... Uh, what a
1: second down now on
12: 25, ball back at the 40-yard line for the Aggies.
1: Ramsburg was a guy who had his hands on the ball there as a running back. He didn't have a long as Brennan came in there and jarred the thing loose, and the quarterback, Ramon, had to a jump on top of it again. Here's a running play again, breaks outside 40, 45, 50, 45 of Hastings down to the 41-yard line, running the football there for uh the Aggies, the fourth eye back that we have seen out of that position. That's a George Dominguez. Dominguez, a five foot nine, two hundred-pound sophomore out of Amarillo, Texas. Picks up a big chunk of that yardage, but now Panhandle State looking at third down.
12: 18 yards on that gain. Still have eleven more to go. Third down and eleven. Ball
1: at the 42 of Hastings. 6'12 and counting here in the third quarter. 17-16. Panhandle State has got the lead here. Aggies will back up, he's swinging out here, Dominguez grabs the ball at the 40, Dominguez down to the 35-yard line, he's going to be short of a first down, he's going to be stopped short of the first down, and now they've got a decision to make here on fourth down, as Panhandle State will stay keep their offense on the field here, It's going to bring up a fourth down and five situation, the ball is down here at the Hastings College 36, they will go, big defensive play here for Hastings coming up. All right, Hastings jumps around on defense. They've got three wide receivers split out wide to the right side. Fourth down and five yards to go from the Hastings College 36-yard line. Braden Ramon with the Dominguez in the backfield just to his right side. He wants to throw for it. He throws it down the left sideline. A man is out there. And the ball is swatted away at the last second. It's an incomplete pass, and the
12: Hastings defense holds. Anthony Murray had a chance at the interception. He's disgusted with himself at about the three-yard line, but that's all right, young man. That was a big defensive play as he got in front of the intended receiver, knocks it down. Fourth down, so the Broncos will take over
1: at their own 36-yard line. 5.18 left to go here. Broncos trail by one. Nick West was a guy who was just running kind of a, uh, a fly down the far sideline. He threw the ball into the corner of the end zone, and it was uh, knocked away. Good job there by the Bronco defense, and now Hastings has got the ball back. The Broncos are trailing in this ball game on a score of 17-16. to 16. And minutes and 18 seconds to play in the third quarter. Martinez goes in motion, hand off to Willingham. Look out! He slides through there, across the 35 to the 40, out to the 43 yard line. Taj Willingham getting the call there. Taj now comes out of the ball game as he's uh, looping a little bit as he comes to the sideline. There comes uh, Neesmith back into the ball game now for Hastings. 85
12: yards on 20 carries tonight for Taj. The one thing we've seen at the uh, at the break was the size of Taj Willingham. He come out without his shoulder pads on. I'm telling you what, that dude
1: is put together. He's cut. Right, second down and four yards to go. That was a pickup of six for uh, Taj Willingham. Here's uh, Livingston, backs up, throws it across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete pass delivered up uh, across the middle there. Ball is just swatted away there by Panhandle State. DeLeon Williams was the guy who knocked the ball away. Intended receiver was Martinez for Hastings.
12: I think Martinez heard footsteps coming. He didn't want to get unloaded on right in the middle of the field.
1: Williams, 6'2", 200-pound senior out of Dallas. So now Hastings looking at third down and four yards to go. We're down to four minutes and 36 seconds to play here in the third quarter from Goodwell, Oklahoma tonight. Here's Livingston with the ball. He's going to give it away. Neesmith trying to turn the corner out here, and he can't do it. Down he goes at about the 44. He's going to be a couple of yards shy of the first down. That was uh, Nate Leithead. It a stop there for Panhandle State. And now Hastings looking at a fourth down, a fourth down situation, and two, and the Broncos have to punt the football away here. I'll
12: tell you what, I like what I see out of kneesmith as well. He's got a burst, and he's a little bit, Taller of the running back, runs a little upright, but, boy, he's got some power. He turns that corner, and uh, he's a load to bring down, but he comes up about a yard and a half short. And now we'll see a punting situation for Hastings College.
1: Kevin Carter is your deep man. He stands back here at his own 18-yard line. Livingston will be the punter, and now Tony wants to call a timeout. He may want to think about this. Don't think about it very long. we got a long way to go. Three minutes. Timeout here, 3.52 to play in the third quarter. We'll take a break. Brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll have more after this.
5: 1230
1: KHAS. Bronco football tonight here on 1230 KHAS and online at HastingsLink.com. Four down, two yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own 44 yard line. Livingston will punt the football. Remember, he's our quarterback, too. Livingston has got it, and he's going to kick the ball away. It's going to bounce here. It's going to take a Hastings bounce if we can get to it. It's inside the 10 yard line. Hastings is down there. They down the football at the five yard line. So they get the way that they wanted, Jimmy, and they down the football down here at the five-yard line, and now we've got Panhandle State backed up here. Boy,
12: and I tell you what, though, when you got your quarterback out there punting and he takes off running off the right side, that's what a lot of them rugby-style kickers do, and I think Clark had the option to whether it was open over there or not but he wisely kicks it away. There was a lot of pressure over on that right side, but he gets it away, end-over-end kick, lands at about the 25, and then squirts all the way down on this new field turf, all the way inside the 10. They'll officially call it the 6-yard line, so 341 left to go here, and the Broncos trail by 117-16. All
1: right, now the Broncos defense, which has played uh, pretty well here tonight, has got Panhandle State backed up here in their own end zone. As they uh, hand the ball away, there's a, a running play to the uh, left side for a couple of yards there. He was down, and then he kind of got back up, and Hastings uh, knocked him down again. That's uh, George Dominguez. So we've seen about uh, four or five different running backs carrying the mail for Panhandle State in this ball game tonight. That was a pickup only of about two yards as they... Just angled off on the left side, so it's second down and eight yards to go. Ball is pushed out here to about the seven-yard line, and now we got some movement up there on the in the trenches down there. That was uh, over Heidi. Check that. Tyler Parthemer sliding across the line of scrimmage for Hastings, but now they're going to mark off the penalty against Panhandle State. So movement on the offensive line. Brought to Tyler Parthamer across the line of scrimmage. That's going to be half of the distance to the goal line. They're going to bring the ball back to the five-yard line again. Violation number nine for Panhandle tonight. Second down and ten yards to go now for Panhandle State, the Aggies. They hand the ball away. That's Dominguez. Dominguez is his hit, and down he goes again. Right the line of scrimmage again. That's a Tyler Kennedy in there to make the stop at the five-yard line. Now we got another penalty flag out here. Well, they,
12: they come in from very deep back here from the uh, two back judges. In fact,
1: two penalty flags down, resting at the 15-yard line. So it looked like we had him stacked up again. That was a Dominguez with the carry.
12: Going to go against uh, Panhandle. They're talking to Tony down here, asking him what he wants to do. So,
1: boy, another big break. Yeah, we're on the five-yard line. So even if it's half of the distance, it will push it back to the two and a half, but Hastings might decide to decline this because we actually stopped him for no game. But to bring up a third down situation, I think that's going to be the case. So they decline the penalty as they bring up a third down ten situation. The ball is out here, rusting between the uh, four and five yard line. Big situation here for the uh, Hastings defense. Third down and ten yards to go from We'll call it the five-yard line. They're going to try to run for it, an inside handoff. They bring it across the ten, out to about the eleven or twelve, and the Panhandle State is going to have to punt the football. Running the football there was a Carlos Rensburg. as he picked up about uh, eight yards in a play. He needed ten. But now we got another uh, Bronco down out there.
12: That's McKissick down there, and he come in. They held up the uh, running back, and he come shooting in from. Uh, from the secondary and made a big hit, but uh, he's down down on his
1: stomach. All right, Norman Buskic is the uh, injured player for Hastings, but the Broncos will have the ball back when we come back. We've got a timeout, an injury timeout here with two minutes and 16 seconds to play. In the third quarter, we'll take a break with a score of Panhandle State 17, Hastings 16. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, fourth down here for uh, Panhandle State. They're going to have to punt the football away from their own end zone. Here comes the pressure, and the ball is going to be uh, kicked away, and uh, Hastings will signal for the fair catch. They will make it out here at the 45-yard line. But We're going to start in Panhandle State's territory here, Jimmy, with a minute and 59 seconds to play. In the third quarter, Hastings trailing by a point, 17-16.
12: Well, we look at some of Hastings' numbers uh, at the end of the half. They had 260 yards on 45 offensive plays. They haven't run it a lot here, only five times in this third quarter, and it's uh, gotten them 15 yards. It's been all on the arm of Clark Livingston. He's been able to push this football team up and down the field with just quick hitters. They can stay with that. I think they'll be pretty successful.
1: Here's Livingston. He's going to keep her on the ground, and that's going to be Wow. Yeah. Sliding through there is uh, Darren Primus, one of the linebackers, and a loss in the play back to the 49-yard line, a loss of five yards in the play. It's he one was, of those uh, four linebackers that we heard about in, in the pregame show, and uh, Primus, is, uh, he's a good one.
12: He was deeper in the Pacific there. Wow, as uh, Neesmith got the handoff, he nearly could have just taken the handoff from Clark Livingston. He was in the backfield so quick.
1: All right, so Hastings now behind the eight ball here on the second down and uh, 14 yards to go. Livingston backs up. He wants to throw. Johnson is out here. Jordan Johnson can't make the catch at the 15-yard line, and penalty flags go down. Those two guys have been banging each other here in this
12: uh, whole football game, and they try to hit on the home run ball down around the 15, and Johnson made the adjustment to try to get to the football, but he had a handful of the uh, defender and the uh, Side judge down there tosses the rag, and I think we're going to have a fresh set of downs. Hastings College is going to benefit
1: from this. That's Lassimba Young, the redshirt freshman out of Jackson, Mississippi, hanging all over Jordan Johnson. He gets the penalty flag, and Hastings will get a breakdown here with a minute and 15 seconds to play in the third quarter, 17 to 16 ball game, as they will march off the penalty here on the Panhandle State. They're going to put the football down to the 35 yard line.
12: How many Boy, penalties
1: is that on those guys? That's, a,
12: that's 11, but as I noticed, it's quit raining down there. We I didn't know I needed to bring my neoprene socks. We got more water in the press box than they had on the field here earlier tonight. But uh, 11 penalties on Panhandle State, and the Broncos got it at the 34.
1: Here's Livingston again, swings it out here. Neesmith has got room 35 30. Neesmith rips outside 25 20, and he's run out of bounds. Run right out of bounce over here by Dia Dwelly Fights, who is uh, back into the ball game. Yeah, they're just using the short passing game, Jimmy. They're uh, tossing it out here in the flats, letting their guys uh, go one on one. And so far, Hastings has been able to move the ball against a very good defense. This defense last year was top ten in yeah. the nation, yeah. Panhandle State was.
12: Good, good squad here. They give up 182 through the air and 109 on the ground, but uh, they've given up a lot more than that tonight.
1: Here's Livingston, wants to throw, tosses it out here. Neesmith at the 20, Neesmith at the 15. He takes it to the 12-yard line, and he's wrestled out of bounds. Nice nice huh? Russell out of bounds again nice over here by a Panhandle State. That was... Sharoy Joseph, a junior from New Orleans, running him out, but not before the completed pass. That's about seven yards. Hastings is on the move. The Broncos have the ball in the red zone down here at the 13-yard line. Hastings is trailing 17-16 to here at the uh, final stages in the third quarter, and Hastings just may elect to let that time expire, and that's going to be the case. Hastings will not run another play. We will switch ends of the field here. Hastings is trailing after three quarters. Three quarters in the books from Goodwell, Oklahoma. Tonight we'll take a break for the score. Panhandle State 17. Hastings sixteen.
14: I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelly Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare.
4: Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care,
1: our inspiration. 1230 K-H-A-S. Iowa right, as we come back to begin the fourth quarter, Hastings picking up a first down on the second down and three. But now the Broncos have the ball down here at the ten yard line. First down and goal for Hastings. Broncos are trailing in the ball game on a score of 17 to 16. Hand out there, as uh, Todd Willingham is back into the ball game. He takes the ball close to the uh, six, and Hastings are now you're looking at a uh, second down and goal situation. So second down and goal for Hastings. Broncos working from our left to our right here in the fourth quarter of play. Stats
12: brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. I'll get to the stats right after this play here. Broncos up the line already.
1: All right, Smith is up to the line of scrimmage here. Wide receivers left and right on second down and goal. Livingston stands. He throws it into the end zone. It is a knockdown at the last second. Knocked down and right in the... the official. Of the, yeah, the official is down. He took a shot. He took a shot, and the uh, ball is knocked down. Anyway, it's an incomplete pass, and it's third down and goal.
12: Quickly, the uh, numbers for the Aggies. Their quarterback, uh, Ramon, has gone all the way. 7 of 20 passing tonight, 112 yards and one touchdown. 21 carries, 80 yards, so 192 on the ground. For the Aggies, for the Broncos, 222 through the air, 115 on the ground, 337. And here's your third down call. Livingston
1: with it, he's going to throw a fade in the corner of the right end zone. Jordan Johnson can't come up with it. Now it's fourth down. So fourth down and goal at the seven yard line. They worked the back right corner of the end zone there. Jordan Johnson couldn't come up with it. Here comes Alex Stoggle.
12: Boy, and they've been so successful here this second half, working them screens and working them slant patterns. And and uh, for whatever reason, they uh, kind of got away from it there. And uh, last play tried to hit Johnson, but that was uh, past his outstretched arms.
1: The uh, semi-injured Stoggs into the game here. This is a big kick, Stoggs. 24-yard field goal to give Hastings the lead. Ball is down. The kick is up. And the kick goes through the uprights. It wow. is good. Alex Stocknell gets one through the pipes, and Hastings has got the lead. 13 minutes and 36 seconds to play in the game. It is now Hastings 19, Panhandle State 17. 12:30 KHAS. All right, it's been a uh, wild night here in uh, Oklahoma tonight. Goodwell, Oklahoma, is where we're at. Hastings is out on top now of a panhandle state, looking for their second win of the season after knocking off the Blue State. But this one has not been easy tonight. This is a good football team, very good team. And Stoggs
12: is going to try a kickoff now. He'll hit a uh, low liner down along the ground. They'll pick it up at about the 12.
1: I had to bring it back quickly to the 20, 25, and down he goes at about the 26 or 27 yard line. Bringing the ball back again was uh, Kevin Carter. He sings with uh, good coverage on the kickoff return team. So Alex Stocknell may be feeling a little bit better as far as uh, his leg is concerned. And our soccer player has been uh, kicking off all season, Aiden Burska, while uh, Stocks gets back to 100%. But anyway, here comes uh Panhandle State back out there. First down, 10 yards to go. Hastings clinging to a two-point lead now at 19 to 17. 13 minutes and 30 seconds to play in the ball game. This is Braden Rabone back out there as he backs up. He fires the ball. That's gonna be incomplete. Thrown down along the turf. Skips to his intended receiver. Miguel Hudson was the intended receiver. Hastings was not out there. Darren Scott is uh, matched up there in the battle of the ones the far side.
12: Tell you what, there's been some good battles out on the outside uh, with the secondary guys matching up with our receivers and vice versa. Jordan Johnson has uh, drawn a uh, tough task today
1: with his defender, but uh been a, a good game played overall. Here's a running play busting through there across the 30-35 onto the 39-yard line. Right in the football there is Orlando Heyman, who was injured earlier in this ball game. Heyman takes the ball up to the 39-yard line. That's going to be a first down here for a Panhandle State. Panhandle Hand safe quickly up in the line of scrimmage. Hastings is not ready on defense. Ramon calling the signals as he hands the ball away again to Heyman as he slides through there across the 40 to the 43. Hastings was just out there standing around, Jimmy, looking around, looking at the sideline. Yeah, and they're picking the pace up. The offensive line very quick to get over top of
12: the football, and now, they're, now they've are now they slowed down a bit. I thought they were going to try to pull the trigger here pretty quick again, but uh, Coach Gass on the sideline, and the, the coaches on the far side holding up them uh, cue cards like uh, a lot of teams do.
1: I'd right, sunken down in seven yards to go. Heyman goes in motion. Now they swing the ball out to him. He grabs it one-handed. Now he wants to throw a halfback pass. Hastings reads it and throws him down to the turf. Barber. Cornelius Barber over there to uh, rip him down. Now it's supposed to be a halfback pass, Jimmy. And the Barber was out there, and he wrestles him down to the turf and throws him down. A big loss of the play stands over here.
12: Personal foul, face mask against Hastings College. Boy, you just can't have silly mistakes. The flag was thrown over in front of the uh, Panhandle State. Wow! Game, I think that was, uh, I think that was Barber, the guy's yep. hand up around the uh, face mask.
1: Barber, who makes a great play. That was supposed to be a half back pass. Is ever going to launch that baby downfield? Barber grabs the the running back and throws him down and gets a piece of the face mask. So instead of a huge loss, it's a 15-yard penalty on Hastings, and now Panhandle State has got the ball at the 42-yard line. Now they go to work back inside with R.J. Stevens, and Stevens moves the ball down to the 35. Jimmy, that was a big play. Well, it really was. And now we've got a a skirmish on the field. Well, and the running back Stevens was
12: fighting for second and third effort. Now it's one of their big offensive linemen. I don't know if that was over Heidi in the uh, mix on that. But, uh, again, uh, Stevens was fighting for extra yardage. He's a tough guy to bring down. You're going to have a lot of pushing and shoving. And these two teams have been jawing all night. You knew when we got here early to the stadium, you could just tell this. Uh, it had the feel of yep. uh, going to be getting a, a little chippy by the end of this ball game. We just didn't realize it was going to be midnight before the end of this ball game.
1: All right, so we're going to have to sort this out. It was a uh, dead ball foul. As a couple of guys got into it in the defensive secondary for Hastings. So the Broncos have been penalized on that face mask call, and now I think Hastings is going to be hit with a penalty here. Well, might be offsetting. I watched the first signal and went against Panhandle. Nope, the officials has the ball, so he's got to do something with it. He's got the ball here at the uh, 36. He's kind of looking well, around.
12: The White Cap made the signal to the uh, press box over there, an unsportsmanlike against Panhandle. Was his signal. But they're still conversing down here at about the 35-yard line.
1: Well, this is probably their first game of the season. It's Panhandle State's first game of the season. It was getting into the swing of things here. Put the ball down, guys. It's going to be uh, offsetting penalties or what? Well, well put- now,
12: they, now they turned around and he signaled against Hastings.
1: It's going to be a penalty on both of us. Put the ball down, guys. Just put the ball down right where it's at. So I'll send penalties. It's going to be unsportsmanlike conduct on uh, both teams. Yeah, that's that's good. Put the ball down and get out of the way. Signal ball ready for play.
12: Wow, you get grumpy when you get late tonight.
1: Well, it's it's late. We've got seven hours to get back home. That's going to be sunrise. Oh, that's no worry. Twelve minutes and ten seconds to play. First down, 10 yards to go from the 36 yard line. There's a handoff again sliding through there across the 35. Brooks outside the hash marks to the 30 down to about the 29 yard line. That's R.G. Stevens or R.J. Stevens carrying the ball there for the uh, Panhandle State Aggies. That was a pickup. Enough for the first down as they take it down to the 29 yard line. 19-17 is the score. Hastings is out on top by two points, but Panhandle State driving toward the end zone. There's another running play. Short side of the field. Penalty flags are down across the 25, and he's run out of bounds over here. Run out of bounds. That's going to be uh, Remsburg carrying the ball, but again, penalty flags are down. Looks like this one is going to go against Panhandle State again.
12: Well, I tell you what, there is some hard, hard hitting away from the football Blocking and uh, guys trying to get to the tackler. Man, there was a, a crushing blow. Wesley Jardine came across the middle of the field and took out a lineman. And we'll see. They're waiting to signal on this one.
1: So it's going to be a penalty on the Aggies. They're going to bring this one back. They're going to mark it off in the spot of the foul here. In fact, there's going to be a big penalty. Wow. A 15-yard penalty marched off against Panhandle State's. Again, we're in an auxiliary press box across the field. They signal everything to the uh, other side of the field. So we're missing a lot of these uh, signals here tonight. But it was a 15-yard penalty as they bring the ball back to the 44-yard line. First down and 25 yards to go now for Panhandle State. Inside handoff, and Hastings reads out beautifully. Not much there. Maybe two yards in the play. Running the football there again was Remsburg, but Hastings will bring him down. As Austin Breding into the stop for Hastings defensively. Now it's going to bring up a second down situation. Second down at about 23 yards to go. Ball is sitting down here at the 43-yard line of Hastings. 19-17. Hastings with a two-point lead with 11 minutes to play in the ball game. There's a pass to the near side. It's going to be delivered and upended and down he goes at the 35-yard line. Nick West. Is a tackle in the play there by the Broncos. Over here is Norman McKissick for Hastings to bring him down. Again, down to the 36-yard line. Now it's third down. Third down and long for Panhandle State. You would think they would be in two-down territory right here. Braden Ramon gets the play in. He's got a running back just to his right side. That's Stevens. Hastings showing blitz. On third, down and long, Ramon backs up, wants to set up a screen, he does, and the ball is out of the air, it is loose, and it's going to be an incomplete pass. That was Keontae Kenny putting a big rush on, got right in the
12: face, the face of uh, Braden Ramon, and he nearly picked that off, right off
1: the hand of Ramon. But he kn- knocks it down. I'd like to see him go back the other way at 255 pounds, mumbling and stumbling back the other way. Tell you what, he's a
12: load out there, but a good uh, defensive play there on third down. And now we'll see what uh, Coach Gas will do. They'll kick. Uh, punter's going to stand at the 50-yard line, so 10-20. Left in this ball game. the Broncos cling to a two-point lead, 19-17.
1: Fourth down and 17 yards to go. So they're going to try to pin Hastings back deep here. Here comes the pressure. And Hastings nearly got to it—a high kick—and uh, oh. it's going to come to the uh, the near side. Everybody's running to the yeah. other side of the field, and the ball actually came over here.
12: I don't know—I don't know what happened there, but he tugged that off the inside of his foot. The Bronco faithful that has hung around here—I don't know where else they would have gone—but uh, good crowd here. But that one there pulls off the left side; it goes out of bounds right around the 22-yard line. Yeah, that was a terrible kick. Yeah, that was. I'll actually spot it down right at the 20-yard line. So 10-13 left to go here in the ball game. Again, the Broncos have a two-point lead.
1: All right, so here comes the offense. They've had a pretty good success here tonight. But now we can maybe work on the clock here with 10 minutes and 13 seconds to play in the game. Hastings 19, Panhandle State 17. Man goes in motion. That's Martinez, a handoff here. As they get it to uh, Taj, and a penalty flag goes down as Taj goes down to the 25 yard line.
12: It's going to be in the area of a holding call, I think. Now, going to be a face mask.
1: Face mask call against the panhandle stand. Wow. How many penalties now is that? Five, ten, fourteen penalties. You're going to have to take off your shoes here pretty soon. I can't.
12: The water's cold. Fourteen. Yeah, the <laughs> <our> press box <laughs> is not cold. Uh, got water. Needed my neoprene boots and shoes and socks, and boys. Quite a facility, but the penalty is going to push the football all the way out to the 39-yard line. Taj was able to pick up about five yards on that gain. So the Broncos, uh, good starting position here
1: uh, after the penalty. Hastings will be off next week, our bye week, and then we'll start our conference season two weeks from today. Under 10 minutes to play here in the ball game. There's a handoff again to Taj, trying to get outside 40. He's at the 45. Taj is still on his feet to the 49-yard line, and he's run out of bounds. Taj Willingham carrying the mail. Taj had over 100 yards last week, 135 against Peru State. They have not had to run the football as much as we did last week. Hastings having good success tonight, throwing the football as well with the arm of Clark Livingston. 100 yards right on the nose is what I've got uh,
12: Taj for. 23 carries, 100 yards. That one there, a 9-yard scamper off left side. Gets the football up right in the middle of the uh, field at the... 49 yard line and uh, clock continues to run. Broncos just kind of loping around out there, letting that clock tick
1: away. Yeah, they're using all the play clock here, trying to work on the clock with a two point lead 19 to 17. Martinez comes in motion, they hand the ball away, an inside handoff, and that's not going to get too far. Brings it up close to the 50 uh, yard line. So, Taz maybe a pickup of a yard, but no more than that. Second down. And nine yards to go. And if you're wondering, the Nebraska Akron game today or tonight was canceled because of severe lightning and storms in the Lincoln area. It will not be made up. So it's as if Nebraska didn't even uh, play this game. They had the opening kickoff, and that is it. They will not play. The ball game, the opener season next week against Colorado. What will the anticipation of that game be after all the hype today? Unbelievable. Second down and nine yards to go. Here's another running play, and they're waiting for him right there. Todd Willingham again is brought down in the backfield. A loss that time of two yards on the play.
12: That was that uh, linebacker in there again, the guy we've been talking about all night, Did Darren Primes. Um, yeah, Darren wow the darren primes they've got uh, some studs in their linebacker and uh gas Camp told you in the pregame show he really liked what he had they had the leading tackler coming back but he didn't think he was going to be the best player on his team this year that's a big statement
1: third down and 11 yards to go hastings looking for a conversion there's a pass it's caught it's caught the 40 still feet to the 35 spins away to the 34 yard line that was a big play there and a big-time catch by Calvin Lynn Cook the second. The big 6'5", 215-pound senior out of Omaha, Burke, grabs the ball. Jimmy, that was a
12: big third-down conversion right there. Wow, and the big guy, they left him all alone. He come on the slant across the middle of the field at about the 40-yard line, and Livingston hit him in stride, and then he tucks the football away, takes it downfield to the 35. That is the 17th first down. Livingston now and officially 237 yards through the air. And the Broncos with the first attempt at the 35, 7-12 counting on the game clock.
1: All right, Martinez goes in motion, handoff goes to Taj. Tosh. Tosh turns the corner, 35-30, hurls on at the 25-yard line, takes the ball down to the 20. Penalty flags down, though. The back judge
12: threw a uh, a flag. We'll see what that is, but what a great run. Tosh hurdled a, a defender down there. I think this may go against Hastings.
1: All right, so penalty flat. We have seen our share of uh, penalties here in this contest tonight. So now the officials will confer on the far side of the field. Hastings had a great run there from Taj Willingham, but it might be wiped off with a board here. It's going to be a chop block on Hastings. So a chop block on Hastings. That's going to bring back a nice gain by Willingham. They're going to bring the ball back outside the 30-yard line. Back to, all the way back to the 39. Nine
12: penalties on Hastings, 14 on Panhandle State. And that one there, uh, a big one, as Taj uh, nearly was going to pick up the first down there after hurtling a defender. Now they bring it back. here, going to bring up a uh, first and 14 at the uh,
1: 39-yard line. Man comes in motion. we under seven minutes to go now here in the football game. Hastings with a two-point lead. Livingston throws the ball. Oh. That's going to be caught and dropped there by... Now we're going to say, did he hang on to it? Yes, he did. He oh jumbled no. the ball and came down with it as Calvin the seconds Juggles the ball, and evidently he came down with it, laying down the turf. He comes down with the ball. It's a completed
12: pass. Eight-yard pass and catch. Great concentration there as uh, he took a shot in the process of trying to bring that football in. That was the same pass pattern they hit on him before, just that slant across the middle of the field. They better get somebody on him, that big guy.
1: He catches a football. He can rumble some yards. Second down now, and six yards to go for Hastings following the uh, penalty. Here's Livingston. Looks left. Now it's flushed out of the pocket. He throws the ball. Contact made, and it's going to be incomplete. Nearly intercepted down there inside the five-yard line. Again, trying to get the ball to uh, number 12, Calvin cook the second. Boy, he's a big target. I'm I'm just now looking at him. at six foot five—he's kind of a big old dude
12: out here, isn't he? Well, I tell you what, Tony's got a host of receivers on his uh, squad. Really, uh, you talked about the young players that come in and played a lot last week. There's been some youngsters playing big roles here in this football game. Got a good. Good core receivers out there. they got a lot of guys that can catch the football, and now the Broncos look at a third and six. Ball at the 31. Play clock
1: down to five, now four. All right, here's Livingston. He backs up. He's got time. He throws the ball across the It's caught by Johnson down here at the 15-yard line. He hangs on to it. First down, he
12: stings. Boy, and Johnson took a shot. That right to the head, and that's going to be the flag there is that uh, they hit Johnson on the slant pattern, and the defender come in and hit him with his helmet.
1: All right, so he's going to draw a penalty flag. Johnson hangs on to the ball. Johnson comes to the sideline now after taking a shot down here. The penalty is going to go against Panhandle State. I wouldn't call Panhandle State a dirty team. It's just they are an aggressive team. And 15 uh, 15 penalties will back my statement up right there.
12: They are a very aggressive team and very athletic, and they get after you, and they make some big shots. And there's going to be the uh, call, and they're actually – did they eject the player? I see him going off the sidelines. Yeah, I think they ejected him out of the uh, football game.
1: In the meantime, Hastings ready to run a play here on first down and goal. Hastings has got it inside the ten yard line. Maybe trying to put this game away. Hastings with a uh, two point lead. It is nineteen to seventeen. Hastings has got the ball now at the seven yard line of Panhandle State. There's a uh, running play. He's trying to get outside. That's uh, Taz trying to get to the corner, and he couldn't quite get his body squirted around here. He's going to be run out of bounds at about the six-yard line. So pick up of only about a yard, maybe uh, the five as he's run out of bounds here on the near side. Couldn't quite get squirted around to the end zone there. So he'll mark the ball right in between the uh, four and the uh, five-yard line. He's now looking at second down. Second down and goal for Hastings. Five minutes and 38 seconds to play in the game. Hastings 19, Panhandle State 17. Livingston up to the line of scrimmage. Two tight ends with a wide receiver each way. Here's a handoff again to Taj off of left tackle. Down he goes at the four-yard line and another penalty flag down in the end zone. I'll have to check that one out. Boy, and again, a lot of jawing going on down there. These officials
12: are going to be busy trying to keep this thing together. And there's another one. It's
1: the first call was a holding call in Hastings, but I think the second one is going to be a penalty here on Panhandle State on one of the defensive backs, Sherroy Joseph, who was drawing with somebody over there with the referee, the official, right in the area, and he threw a penalty flag. Well, I think that was, uh, was
12: that McGuire over there on the uh,
1: the edge. So I think the, the officials have heard enough, and they're – they're throwing the flag down here. You're going to get into a, a scuffle or any kind of a conversation. You're going to draw a penalty flag. It's been that type of a game tonight. Everybody's everybody's tired of this place. <laughs> yeah, I am too. It, it's a it's a two day event because of our two hour and forty five minute rain delay, and everybody just wants to get on the bus here.
12: I think they're going to mark this first one off. Against Hastings. That was the holding call. Yeah, but now they're going to, so basically it's not going to change the uh, field position a whole lot.
1: So the line of scrimmage is still the seven yard line. Now, what down is it, guys? They've got it first down and goal for Hastings at the seven yard line. So they're going to wind the clock. We're going to be right around five minutes to play in this football game when Clark Wilmington has got the ball. Clark is uh, looking at the play clock. He'll use uh, a lot of it. It's in the end zone. He's staring right at it. We're down to 10 seconds on the play clock. Livingston, option play, takes it to the five yard line and he gets it inside the five down to about the three before he is brought down there. Livingston on the quarterback keeper. He takes it around the right end, doesn't quite get into the end zone. Now we are under five minutes to play and he's, he's looking at second down, second down and goal from the three yard line. And
12: the Broncos could just kind of take their sweet time. Got 21, now 20 on the play
1: clock. Dr. Head is going to dial up something here as he singles in the play with uh, assistant coach Dave Kamara calling the plays here for Tony Harper and the gang here. Second down and three yards to go.
12: Try to cross him up here. Uh, Willingham in the backfield behind. uh,
1: Here's Livingston. He's going to take the ball at the two. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. Clark Livingston takes it in from three yards out, and Hastings tax on a touchdown. It's now a 25-17 ball game. You're exactly
12: right. They tried to uh, key on Taj Willingham. He went off the right side, and uh, the quarterback in uh, Clark Livingston faked it off to him off the right side. Clark goes off the left side. The flow of the traffic was going back the other way, and then Clark seen a seam, cut it back up the middle of the field. A great run there. Very heads up. And the Broncos tack on six
1: more. Now Stog's in for an important PAT. All right, ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick is going to be good. The PAT is good by Alex Stogdall. Hastings with a nine-point lead. Four minutes and 16 seconds to play in the ball game. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings, 26,
8: Panhandle State, 17. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs.
1: Bronco football for you here tonight on 1230 KHS and online at hastingswing.com. Hastings out on top of Panhandle State 26-17. Four minutes and 16 seconds to play in the football game. So, Hastings gets through a two-hour and 45-minute rain delay, and hopefully we can get out of here with a victory number two of the uh, 2018 season, the ball is hit down along the ground, it's touched, it's picked up at the 20-yard line, back to the 25 to the 30, out to the 35-yard line, Stockdale uh, kicking the ball away for Hastings there, it was uh, brought back by uh, Carter who's done all the return work tonight for Panhandle State. So now the defense with four minutes and 11 seconds to play has got to keep everybody in front of them here. Don't be peeking. Yeah, don't be peeking don't into be the backfield. I
12: tell you one thing I've seen, again, this Bronco football team not giving up. They got down by a few points. They were able to come back. Well, they called them the comeback kids, but they're going to be a sore football team. That doesn't matter. Let's get the win, get on the bus, and get out of here. we got a week to heal up.
1: Braden Ramon will bring the guys back out here for Panhandle State. A running play there. The big guy comes through there. Penalty flags down. Stevens comes across to thirty-five. Hang on to the thirty-seven yard line. And a penalty flag is down. Stevens is brought down. He's the running back out of Mobile, Alabama. Holding call, I think, is the indication here. I'm gonna run out of I'm gonna run out of room on my penalties. It's been a long On my time. My sheet: sixteen penalties. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've had a team wow. penalized sixteen times in a yeah, game.
12: Yeah, yeah, that's a that's just flat out a lot. So nullifies a, a decent game there by Stevens. They'll bring the football back.
1: Panhandle State really self exploding here.
12: Well, they really are, and it's uh, just, but they got a lot of talent. They just scream with talent, and they are huge up front. But again, that doesn't always uh, matter. You got to be a disciplined football team, and and uh, Russell Gascamp has uh, work on his hands. This team, although seven and three last year, very good. They finished in the top twenty-five in the NAIA rankings, and uh, tell you what, the Broncos come away with a win here, start out two and zero, oh, and uh, this is uh, again, as Tony said when we were talking in the rain delay, he uh, pretty impressed with this team
1: with athletes. Acing started three and 0 last season, don't forget. Yeah. Then went two and six in conference play.
12: Well, you know what happens when you get to the G Pack. It's uh very, very difficult. And I don't know what we're doing here. We're we're past the time of restaurants being open. They can't be talking about where they're gonna eat. They've rated they've rated the gas station, took all the sandwiches out of their cooler.
1: I think they want to make this a two day event, so they're trying to prolong us <laughs> past the uh, stroke of midnight here tonight. Again, a two-hour and 45-minute rain delay has hampered our ball game here tonight, but this has been a, a good football game. 26 to 17, Hastings with a lead. Ramon backs up. Here comes the pressure. He fires the ball across the middle. It's going to be caught. Did he hang on to it? Yes. Out here at the 47-yard line, or did he? He didn't hang so. on to it. That was a uh, Barbarino. He juggles the ball out here at the 48, and evidently it falls to the turf. Boy, that's another drop, for Barbarino. Second down and 20 yards to go now following the penalty. Here's uh, Braden Ramon. He's got the guys set up with wide receivers split to the left side of the formation. And now they reset. RJ Stevens moves over to the uh, right side now of the quarterback as they win on the snap here. Eight seconds on the, shot, uh, the uh, play clock. There's a pass that's going to be tipped and it's going to be a knockdown. Shot, Trying to pop a- one right over the middle there. And it was uh, deflected away. I think that's Norman Excellent. McKissick who got it. I think it came off his shoulder pads. I don't think he really swatted it out of there. They just kind of hit McKissick's shoulder pads. We'll take that. Third down and twenty yards to go. And tender receiver George Dominguez
12: out of the backfield. We got bugs coming in here now. We got all kinds of stuff happening.
1: Three minutes and forty-nine seconds to play in the game. Hastings twenty-six. And Panhandle State, 17. Big third down situation again here for Panhandle State as they back up and they step up in the pocket. Ramon throws it. It's going to be incomplete. Again, trying to find uh, Barbarino across the middle, and that was nowhere close. It was short. And now uh, Panhandle State will have to front. Well, and I tell you what, just the problem that uh, Ramon has had tonight, he's just
12: been under tremendous pressure. The defensive line, and give uh, the Broncos credit—they shuffle in several guys on that defensive front, and even at the linebackers. And they brought a lot of pressure tonight. And Ramon has just had all kinds of troubles trying to get the football. He's not been able to get his feet set and throw a proper pass.
1: Yeah, we were concerned about their pressure. I think yeah. it was the foots on the other, uh, the shoe. other foot. Yeah, the other shoe. Yeah, there, there you go. Here's the uh, kick. It's going to be angling off to the far side. It's going to go out of bounds, and not a very good kick again. Nope,
12: a shank off the right side. They're going to walk back inside of uh, Aggie
1: territory. That's a second consecutive punt that has been uh, not so good for Panhandle State. They're going to spot it about the 42-yard line, so 3.38 left to go in this
12: long, long, long football game. Broncos lead it 26-17. Just get the tick, tick, tickers off here, and let's get on the bus and get out of here.
1: We'll have our player of the game, our coach's post-game show, and our fifth quarter yet to come here tonight on 1230 K-H-I-S. They'll have the lights out when we leave, I'll guarantee you. 26-17 is the score. Hastings is uh, out on top here in the ball ballgame. Now they can uh, work on the clock here. He breaks outside. He's at the 40-yard line. Taj is at the 35. Oh. Taj is down to the 33-yard line. He was stopped. That was a play that went inside, and somehow he, he spun out of there and a uh, broker outside and took the ball down to the 33 and uh, he's brought down there now we've got to uh, we have a penalty flag no Hastings is to just dump and using just, some clock yeah. here
12: yep play clock down to 20 for Willingham in the ballgame. Now 28 carries, 111 yards. But, again, that's just poor tackling by the Aggies. They've got to wrap him up. Taj is a strong character, and he couldn't get anywhere going up the middle of that uh, scrum, bounces it outside, picks up nearly six yards, second down and four here at the 35.
1: They're just going to uh, continue to work here. Ties will take it down to the 34. Just hang on to the ball. Hastings has got a nine-point lead. Hastings looking to go to 2-0 on the 2018 campaign and uh, get back to town. We're down to two and a half minutes to go. So Hastings scored first in this ball game, but then the Panhandle State came back, actually had a 17-7 lead at one point. Hastings uh, now clinging to a 26-17 advantage here in this fourth quarter of play. So much like uh, last week when we came back against Peru State, Hastings has come back here and has got the lead. There's Taj breaks through there, 30. Taj on his feet to the 25, down to the 20, down to the 19-yard line. Taj ain't done yet. Hastings has scored 19 unanswered points, Jimmy.
12: 15-yard gain off left side. And, well, when you want to talk about guys sealing the outside for Hastings College. Over there on the uh, the Hastings offensive side of things was uh, John Satterley. Did a great job sealing the uh, defensive end off. Taj just goes right on around him. Could have slapped him on the fanny and said, hey, nice block. But he picks up 15. Another first down. That is 20 first downs for the Broncos. And uh, play clock down to five. Now four as Livingston will take the snap.
1: Livingston fakes the ball this time to uh, Willingham, and he just goes down the 20-yard line. A couple of knees here, guys, that we can get out of here. We're down to around 115 to play. They have not yet signaled the ball ready for play. It's going to bring up a second down in nine situation, so Hastings is going to win this game tonight. A hard-fought, hard-hitting football game. And a long one at that. We're under a minute to play. Hastings is going to win this thing 26-17. to As Clark Livingston has got the ball, he's going to give Taj one more carry. He's at the 20, he's at the 15, he's at the 10-yard line as he goes tumbling down there. Down around the uh, 10-yard line. That's going to be enough for another first down. Or will it? I can mark it just side of the uh, first down stakes, but I think Hastings will not have to uh, run another play. How's this for a couple of weeks for Taj Willingham? Last
12: week, Taj with 24 carries, 135 yards and a touchdown. Tonight, unofficially, 31 carries, 138 yards for Willingham and one touchdown as well tonight. And Clark takes the uh, knee. Now we're going to have, yeah, this happens at the end of a game. Look out. The officials got to get in there. A lot of pushing and shoving, a lot of jawing.
1: Clark Clark Livingston is waving. Clark Livingston is waving at the uh, defenders as he comes off the field. Yeah, look at Tony. Tony says, get over here to the sidelines.
12: Boy, a big, big win for the Hastings College Broncos here in a long,
1: long night in Goodwell, Oklahoma. All right, so Hastings goes to 2-0 on the season. We'll see these cats again in 2019. I understand they're going to be uh, playing a home-and-home series. Uh, We come down here this year, they'll come up to... uh, Uh, the Osborne Sports Complex in 2019, so keep that in the back of your minds right there. Hastings picks up the win 26-17 over Panhandle State, back with the totals right after this. I was raised in a little town eight miles
2: southwest of here and from my first day 18 years ago I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me. And it just relaxes me and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare.
4: Mary Lanning
7: Healthcare.
5: Your care, our inspiration. 1230 K H A S.
1: Unanswered points after falling behind seventeen to seven in the third quarter, Hastings goes on to win by a score of twenty-six to seventeen. We'll get you the final numbers here. The scoring, coaches, post-game show, player of the game yet to come on twelve thirty K H I S. Hastings got on the board first. Five minutes and fifty-eight seconds to play in the first quarter. One-yard run by Taj Willingham to make it a seven-to-nothing ball game. That was a nine-play, fifty-two-yard drive for. Hastings College. Then it was Panhandle State coming back. They got a 24-yard field goal on the first play of the second quarter to pull within seven to three. Then one ahead on a blocked field goal attempt that was returned 70 yards for a touchdown by Jawan Pirafoy. That made the score 10 to seven in favor of Panhandle State. Then the rain and the lightning came with 10 minutes and 3 seconds to play in the second quarter. We had a 2-hour and 45-second rain delay. We got things uh, started again, and uh, Panhandle State scored on an 11-yard touchdown pass from Braden Ramones to Seth Barbarino. That made their score 17-7. Hastings came right back on their next possession. They got a touchdown pass from Clark Livingston to Jordan Donson to make it 17-13 to after Alex Stongdall missed the point after touchdown. The Broncos got a 31-yard field goal from uh, Stongdall at the 9.50 mark of the third quarter to pull within 17-16. Stongdall then hitting a 24-yard field goal early in the fourth quarter to give Hastings the lead at 19-17. And the capper in this ball game a three-yard run by Clark Livingston they make the score 26 to 17. Hastings scoring 19 unanswered points to win this football game here tonight to go to two wins and no losses on the season.
12: Yeah, very impressive win tonight. It's always tough to go into one of them uh, rain delay, storm delay type situations. You wonder what team's going to come out with the uh, the most gusto in the punch. Both teams really did, but uh, the Broncos go on to a, a big victory. Here tonight. Your stats are brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For the Panhandle State Aggies, their quarterback uh, Brandon Ramon goes all the way tonight. Ramon's numbers: eight of twenty-five, 120 yards. He did have one touchdown in the ball game. That was uh, I can't remember whether that was the first half or the second half. This game's been so long. One touchdown for Ramon. The uh, rushing numbers tonight for the Aggies, 26 carries, 109 yards, so 229 of total offense for the Aggies, 51 offensive plays. They had 12 first downs, 16 penalties. Very impressive there for the uh, penalty category. Their uh, leading rusher here tonight was the uh, Orlando Heyman coming in. Uh, he was the uh, go-to guy, so to speak. Nine carries, 39 yards. The Broncos really shut him down here tonight. For Hastings, big, big numbers In the uh, football game, Clark Livingston all the way, 25 of 42 passing, 252 yards for Livingston. He had one interception in the game and no touchdowns for the uh, Broncos. They rushed it 44 times for 179 yards, so 431 of total offense in the football game, 86 offensive plays for Hastings. Some other numbers 20 first downs for the Broncos, 10 penalties on the night receiving leaders. Very impressive tonight. Jordan Johnson, six catches, 87 yards on the night. The uh, other guy catching uh, balls out of the backfield, Tyree Nesmith, six catches and 68 yards. And our little freshman out there in, uh, Tyler Miller, he comes up with five catches and 52 yards. The rushing leader tonight, another big night. Tosh Willingham, 31 carries, 138 yards. Tosh with a touchdown tonight, a touchdown last week. Broncos get the win. They can take the week off, get them bumps and bruises fixed up and uh, healed up. And we'll be back in a couple weeks for Bronco football in the
1: G-Pack. All right, Hastings wins it tonight. Final score of twenty six to seventeen. Now stay tuned. Player of the game and the coaches' post game show coming up. You're listening to Bronco Football on twelve thirty KHIS. Hastings College
0: Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank, with three locations in Hastings. By the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. By Hastings Convenient Care PC, here to help you when you need it most, now. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd the home of NFL and college football, and by the Hastings College Foundation. It's time now for the player of the game, brought to you by the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. To subscribe to the Tribune, call 402-462-2131 or online at
1: hastingstribune.com. Hasings Winton here tonight 26 to 17 over Panhandle State this is the player of the game on 1230 K HIS again Taj with a 100 yard night 138 yards in the ball game uh, Jordan Johnson with six receptions 87 yards here tonight Tyree Neesmith had uh, six receptions 68 yards uh, also catching the ball tonight Tyler Miller. Five receptions, 52 yards. And then Clark Livingston, a good night throwing the football tonight. 25 out of 42 for 252 yards and one interception. We'll come back and name our player of the game right after this. Our player of the game tonight for uh, Hastings is going to be Taj Willingham again. 31 carries, 138 yards, and a touchdown as he goes over 100 yards for the second straight game this season. And then uh, Clark Livingston tonight. Great job, I thought, 25 out of 42 throwing the football, 252 yards here tonight. For Hastings, no touchdowns. They had an interception in the contest, but 25 completed passes as Hastings knocks off Panhandle State the score of 26-17. Taj Willingham and Clark Livingston are players of the game tonight for Hastings College. Stick around. The coaches up next. You're listening to Bronco Football.
0: You've been listening to the player of the game, brought to you by the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. To subscribe to the Hastings Tribune, call 402-462-2131 or online at hastingstribune.com. It's time now for the coaches post game show brought to you by Hastings convenient care PC here to help when you need it most now at two Oh eight South Burlington
1: in the Burlington village. I right, back in Goodwell, Oklahoma, Hastings college wins it here tonight over Panhandle state. The final score 26 to 17 As head coach. Tony Harper joins us on the post game show and coach congratulations. This is kind of a, uh, Wicked and and wild night tonight. You persevered, so to speak, and came out here with a W. I'll tell you what, I don't
2: know if there's any other things that we can see throughout a game that we saw tonight. I mean, we were supposed to kick off at 6, which we did, and we didn't finish the game until midnight tonight (laughs) with some storms and stuff. But uh, you're right, the kids persevered. They fought through it. They played hard for each other. I thought the coaches did a great job. There's one point in time when we came back after about the two-and-a-half-hour layover that that it started to kind of waver a little bit. But I thought our seniors, um, especially a couple guys, did a very good job of just saying, all right, let's relax. This is just the second quarter, guys. Remember that.
1: And then uh, they got a big touchdown. And after that, we just started playing football. Once again, you score uh, the 19 unanswered points. They, they grabbed their uh, their biggest lead there. And you guys kind of uh, settled back into the game after the big ring delay and scored 19 uh, straight points to win this thing.
2: Yeah, and it, and it wasn't nothing fancy. I mean, we just started completing balls. Um, we were able to, to make a couple adjustments on the defensive side of the football. I thought we tackled a little bit better. Um, we, You know, to be honest with you, I think we called three plays or three defensive calls uh, in the second half, we really didn't play much. We just let the guys get their reads and go. I thought the defense, um, and I don't say this very often, but I think the past couple games they've, they've done an okay job there's a lot of things that we got to get cleaned up over there, but, uh, you know, we were able to get some stuff done. Let's talk about the defense real quick.
12: I thought, again, tonight put a lot of pressure on the quarterback, had him throwing off his heels a lot tonight, forcing him out of the pocket. Man, you, you can uh, pick any one of your D-linemen, a couple of linebackers. Yeah. Man, they're putting a lot of heat on that cat.
2: Well, you said it right there. It's our D-linemen, and, and unlike a lot of teams, and like unlike these guys too, we, really, we brought maybe one linebacker. We never brought more than two linebackers except for one time in this whole game. Coach Valentine's got that D-line dumping and humping, and, and they're playing extremely hard up front. We're getting pressure because we're just fast, and our guys are getting that done. So
1: that's going to be good, but we got to start being able to bring some pressure, though. We brought their pressure tonight when we came into the ball game. We were concerned about their pressure. Our offensive line, I thought, did a, a great job handling uh, their pressure for the most part.
2: Um, there was a couple times I did. I think Coach Head made a nice uh, adjustment at uh, <laughs> the two and a half hour rain delay. I think he was on the board drawing some things up with some different protection schemes because uh, they got out after us early and uh, they are athletic and they played man to man and and uh, they brought a lot of inside b a gap pressures and and uh, we got rolled back a couple times, but we started three stepping in the second half.
1: And our line did a lot better job with the cuts. Yeah, we, we counteracted the the pressure yeah. by those uh, three-step drops, and uh, Clark got the ball out to pretty quickly. He did. He did. And that's the thing. is
2: Clark gets more comfortable, more comfortable, more reps, you know, he'll be able to do that. I think we got a nice little receiving core. I mean, Calvin Lincook's catch down here, I mean, that's one of them ESPN thing jiggers. you see. <laughs> that was pretty good. But, uh, you know, one thing that was was good is we, we involved the running backs in the pass game tonight. Um, a couple times it hurt us but we really were able to hit that and then that allowed us later on in the game to hit some skinny posts and skinny digs um on those interior for a big first downs yeah yes. and you're you're running back nesmith with 68 yards
12: of uh, receiving yards out of the backfield well you can throw it to taj or him you've very got to be very comfortable with doing that
2: well i didn't realize taj had that many yards on the ground but you know it didn't seem like that because tyree was in there for such a long time moving the chains grinding out some good yardage and things like that so it's nice to have those two backs kind of to complement each other.
1: All right, he wins at twenty six seventeen over Panhandle State tonight. We'll take a break and come back. You're listening to Bronco Football yeah, Eastings college wins it here. It's uh, taking two days to get a win, but uh, <laughs> we'll take it. It's uh, 26-17 over uh, Panhandle State. Coach, talk about, uh, talk about the rain delay. Two hours and 45 minutes. We go out, we play a quarter, we get to the second quarter down to 10 minutes to go. And the rain's coming, and then two hours and 45 minutes. What was that like? What did you try to do uh, during that period of time? Well,
2: there was a lot of talking amongst us as coaches. I talked to Coach Gaskamp, their head coach, who I really respect. I mean, he does a good job. He's a good guy. Um, We talked to our guys. We just wanted to keep them up to date because you know how teenagers are. I mean, they get too fired up. They're going to waste all their energy. But then they sit down, and then they take naps. And I think, you know, that was something we were very aware of. Fortunately, honestly, we've been through this before last year when we went up to Mitchell and played Dakota Wesley. And so mm-hmm. our guy that was the first thing out of our mouths when we came in there the first time to talk to him. Guys, we've been here. And if you haven't been here before, talk to a veteran who was here last year against Dakota Weston, because here's the situation. I'm telling you right now, we're going to play this game tonight. I don't care if it takes it to 4 o'clock in the morning. We're going to play it because we ain't staying down here trying to play it tomorrow night or anything like that. And and uh, it was just a constant communication, and I appreciate Coach Gaskamp and
1: and uh, working with us and everything. Yeah, we wanted to play this football mm-hmm. game. We're down here. We might as well play it. Like I said, it took to 4 o'clock. Not quite 4 o'clock, but it, it'll be close. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you you said uh, tonight here at uh, Oklahoma that, no, this is Sunday morning now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But you you said this when you came up, this was a big-time win for us tonight.
2: It really was. And, uh, you know, I know – People have various opinions, and they read things in the media and different things like that. But uh, Peru State was a good football team out of one of the best conferences in the NAI. We come down here, we play a team that was a year removed from playing Division II football. Um, They they had this brand-new field and everything like that. They put a lot of points on the board. They got a lot of athletes running around down here. This is a style of offense and a style of defense that we don't see a whole lot. And, uh, you know, we want to get to the next stage in this program. And to do that,
1: you've got to go out of your comfort zone and play people like this to, to see where you're at. I know one time we saw you during uh, the weather break. We ran into each other and you said they are as athletic as we'll see until maybe uh morning sight. That's the type of team that we we're playing tonight.
2: Yeah, I mean, they just got after it. I mean, they were playing press coverage. And I think. I think our receivers are solid. You know, Jordan Johnson, Anthony Martinez, and Xavier McGuire, I think we're pretty solid there. But they were able to do some things one-on-one with their press coverage um, where they just committed to say, okay, we're going to stop the run with nine guys, or excuse me, with eight guys. That safety in these two corners are going to play over the top of everything and shut it down. And and, uh, that's just something that we don't don't see a lot of that uh, we will probably start seeing more of with people trying to
1: overload the box to take away our run game. All right, well, it was a good game yesterday, Coach. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, we'll take next week off Uh, next Saturday. We're probably going to need it after these two games, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to definitely tweak our schedule. You know, it's
2: hard to tell what time. We're going to be getting back probably 7, 8 o'clock in the morning here. Um, So we'll bring the guys in a lot later. We'll make sure they get to the training room. We'll make sure we have a quick team meeting. Then I want them studying. You know, we're not going to do anything tonight or – yeah, I guess we'll <laughs> <later laughs> yeah. do anything tonight, and then we'll come and have a quick walk through on Monday, and we'll keep Tuesday and Wednesday like we have, and then we'll give them Thursday and Friday and Saturday off to rest their legs a bit.
1: You cooking breakfast when we get back? Nah, no, I ain't cooking <laughs> nothing. I'm going to tell you that. All right, my well, man, congratulations. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Dry Safe. Yep, that's uh, Tony Harper, the uh, head coach for Hastings College, again, the uh, Broncos winning it tonight. Over a Panhandle State final score of 26 to uh, 17 in the uh, ball game here tonight. Stick around. That wraps up our uh, coverage here tonight from uh, Goodwell, Oklahoma. We got the uh, scoreboard show coming up next with the uh, fifth quarter. Stay tuned here on 1230 KHIS. The Coach's Post
0: Game Show has been brought to you by Hastings Convenient Care PC. Here to help when you need it most. Now located at 208 South Burlington in the Burlington Village in Hastings. Stay tuned. The fifth quarter is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio.
10: Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well.
5: We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible.
10: Giving back, it's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank, locally owned, locally managed, the better bank.
0: It's time now for the fifth quarter a recap of all the scores from today's games.
1: Yeah, we'll recap the action for the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Hastings with a win over Panhandle State tonight, 26-17. The Broncos 2-0 in the season. Hastings will be off on next Saturday. They'll conference season coming up in uh, two weeks. The other games that we have from the Pack today, Midland knocked off Mayville State 56-20. Northwestern over Valley City State 28-10. Dickinson State took care of of uh, Jamestown winning by the score of 51 to nothing. Again, uh, the Nebraska game tonight, it was canceled in Lincoln because of lightning and severe storms. They will not make up that game, so Nebraska will actually uh, start their season. Uh, Next Saturday, as they will take on the Colorado Buffaloes, that will be a a home game for Nebraska. 2.30 start next week in Lincoln, so kind of an odd night in Lincoln, too, with uh, the game being canceled. So everybody was all fired up for the debut of Scott Frost. They're going to go home a little disappointed tonight as they didn't get to see any football tonight. As uh, the game between Nebraska and Akron was uh, canceled because of the severe storms. Just uh, quickly, uh, some scores we might uh, bring along to you tonight in major college football: Alabama beat Louisville by a score of 51 to 14. Clemson winners over Furman 48 to 7. Georgia shut out Austin P 45 to nothing. Ohio State over Oregon State 77 to 31. Auburn beat Washington 21-16. Oklahoma rolling past Florida Atlantic 63-14. Penn State over Appalachian State in overtime 45-38. Notre Dame beat Michigan tonight 24-17. It was a USC over Nevada Las Vegas 43-21. Also TCU over Southern 55-7. West Virginia beat Tennessee 40-14. Mississippi over Stephen F. Austin 63-6. And uh, Boise State took care of Troy today 56-20. Also in the top 25, it was Maryland upsetting Texas 34-29. Oregon beat Bowling Green tonight by the score of 58-24. to So that gets you up to date on all of the uh, top 25 scores in major college football here today. Again, Hastings College scores 19 unanswered points. They uh, knock off Panhandle State tonight by a score of 26-17. to 17. The Broncos now 2-0 on the seasonal play in uh, two weeks as they open up their uh, conference season here for 2018. So that'll ramp up kind of a strange night, a two-and-a-half-hour, two-minute, or two-hour and 45-minute rain delay earlier tonight. We got this one in the books. Hastings College wins it. On a score of 25, or actually 26 to 17. For my producer and engineer, Stephanie Brewbaker for Jimmy Purcell. I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Goodwell, Oklahoma.
0: You've been listening to the fifth quarter on KHAS Radio. Hastings College football coverage is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.